Well, this isn't very good. It certainly does suck. Oh, this movie I'd was love it. so good. I love it. I almost I, feel I love bad. It so much. I feel bad that we're on suck tastic. No, yeah, yeah. Because, everyone's, because like everyone's definition so is different. Like every, good. I'm also kind of glad that we're not doing this anymore because like <laughs> it feels it feels like an arcade game. It's, like, mm-hmm. yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's just cool. Yeah, with I mean, and with kind Are of the backlighting. Yeah, yeah, we're just kind of going. Right. Just keep going. But yeah. but what's great is that there's not all this extraneous like, you know, from this production company and this production company. It's yeah. not all this stuff up until like it doesn't go dark and it doesn't say Barry Gordy production. It just jumps right, right in. in. Yeah. Well, with, or Barry Gordy's last yes. is all. But it yeah. it's cool as as Tymok kicks it, it like explodes. So yeah. it's just, it's a really like from the jump. Yeah. Like it gets you it just in. Is yeah. into it. Yeah. The only thing that made me, makes me chuckle a little is like some of it looks like he's like, yeah, he's like intentionally flexing like for the flex- camera. I mean, yeah. which of course he is. Kind of, kind of like in a 3d movie. You can tell when yeah. people are like working the thing towards the camera. Like yes. this is how 3d is supposed this to work. supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, any, any like, even any small okay kind of move this up just a little bit kind of mm-hmm. corny critique i'm do like i don't ca- do. i excuse like everything that yeah. could be construed so as lame good. it's awesome because also like and this isn't a bad thing it's a product of its time as well mm-hmm. and it it ultimately it's a celebration it's a, of its it's right. a celebration it, of its, it's time it's a celebration of what it's i guess quote unquote parodying but it, it's right. not even like it's it's not even like a parody in the sense of like mocking the thing yeah, in, a, well, in a sense. I mean, it does. And that's what I was thinking about this morning was like, that's such a hard middle ground to find mm-hmm. where you're like making a satire homage, mm-hmm. but it's still good and inner. So cause yeah. like one of the people that does, you know, Will Ferrell makes all these movies and mm-hmm. it's super hit and miss. Yeah. Oh cause yeah. Cause it's a really hard thing to do. And I feel like you have to, there has to be a lot of love for mm-hmm. the thing that mm-hmm. you're satiring. Yeah. Absolutely. So there's also an homage, you know? Yeah. And I just, the- I love this. It's just so stereotypical like yeah oh yeah hit the arrow <laughs> which that was that that was all that's all time I mean, mock yeah. oh yeah that's oh, all yeah. time mock I yeah mean, they had to do that so many do, times oh yeah yeah well the thing the and they t- in uh that article i sent you guys talks about it um but you did you don't need an article to point it out to you like right. you see in the movie yeah. the way that it's sort of you think it's setting up um, just this stereotypical like, oh, master, and go yeah, find yeah. the mm-hmm. glow and whatever. Yeah. And then in, in the end, well, even not even at the end, at the beginning, this guy's like, listen, it's it's self actualization, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you exactly. can do this. It's like, good. Tymok wants our, our time. We keep uh, saying, Bruce Leroy. Bruce, Bruce Leroy. Leroy uh, Green. Have we, have we Green? Yeah, Leroy, Leroy Green. Green. So we're going to jump in before so that we can start using character names and yeah. stuff. Welcome yeah. back in to Sucktastic Cinema, ladies and gentlemen, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, Endearment is the name of the game. I'm Steven. And I'm I'm Matt. I'm ready. And this is Endear- a special. This is like Endearment to the 57 millionth power. Yeah. Like, yeah. This this is this is the way I want to when, end. When you think this of show an, proper, an endearing yeah. cult slash so bad it's good movie like eighties schlock whatever yeah. you whatever I even struggle to say anything well, bad. Well, whatever yeah. superlative you want to use, yeah. 
today's movie for the Sucktastic Cinema, Sucktastic Cinema finale mm-hmm. is absolutely like the our favorite type. Yes, yeah. our oh, favorite so type fun. of Sucktastic B cult movie, quote unquote. If you got to put it under yeah. that umbrella of like quote unquote yeah. bad movie, yeah, it's, yeah. I wouldn't is, even, and we wouldn't even say it's bad. No, it's not. I I get the same like just fun fantasy yeah. feeling watching this yeah. as I get watching Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. Like I sit and yeah. watch it and I'm like, I just love this. Like yeah. things come on. I'm like, I just love everything about everything this. Everything about this movie. Yeah. Was so, yeah. Well, and when you read, even the Wikipedia, you see all the like, there's so many people that reference it that you wouldn't mm-hmm. think of it. Yeah. Like later he's wearing an outfit that you're like, that's in Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's from Bruce Lee. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's from yeah. Bruce Lee as well. Yeah. Right. But like, you know, Quentin Tarantino, who I think is kind of a creep as a human oh, yeah. being. Absolutely. I think he's, yeah, I have my own thoughts. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I got lots of thoughts on that guy, but he was very much inspired by black exploitation yeah. movies. And I'm sure he's seen this. And there's, oh, yeah. Oh, of course. So many people that I wouldn't even, uh, not BTS. It's an, uh, the American or British group or whatever, one of those boy groups or whatever. Take that. No, one it's direction. A, it's, yeah, I feel like somebody from One Direction, maybe one of them went solo or so. I, uh-huh. I don't know where my wicket. I, yeah, yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but sure. like, I mean, songs that reference the glow. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and plus yeah. Bruce Lee, Busta Rhymes, yeah. in his one of his videos is dressed like Shona. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, did, yep. I read that too. So yep. like, this is not some obscure. Like this is this Mm-mm. is actually yeah. influenced. A lot, a of, lot people. of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and and we'll definitely get into the what it helps encapsulate, what it helps celebrate, mm-hmm. and the culture, the cultural yeah. significance to it's to a lot. Motown lo- to Records a, produced. Yeah, exactly. Barry Gordy. I think like, it's the only only movie Barry Gordy from Motown Records. Ever. And that's how you know it's kind of a passion project. Is yeah. That, yeah. You know, he grew. He he. He saw the influence martial arts yeah. movies had on black culture and vice versa in mm-hmm. a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just that celebration of, mm-hmm. of what this movie is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to make movies, but I want to I want to make, make this, this movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's The Last Dragon. I don't know. You probably saw by the title. It's The Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and for we, our last episode. For, yeah, right. exactly. And we are we are so happy to be sending Sucktastic Cinema off with it. However, as one chapter closes another one or you start a new one yeah um which is pretty much just a refrain of what we did a year and a half ago and it's just another rad cast chapter yeah, exactly. um so he's wearing that outfit yes exactly <laughs> that's ridiculous it's, it's 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 comical and and how it we have the literally movie on, no the one else yeah. is wearing that outfit yeah, not a single exactly. chinese person in chinatown mm-hmm. Is dressed that yes. way. Yeah. Well, what what it's doing is just it's illustrating what's being turned on its head, and yeah. that's kind of the expectation that was set in black exploitation or in kung fu movies of the yeah. 1970s that the Chinese characters look like this, or the Japanese yeah. enemies look like this, or in black exploitation the black characters look like this. Yeah. yeah. The writer turn wanted to turn that on its head. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like Matt said, we're watching the movie now, Bobo. and Bruce Leroy, played by Ty Mac, mm-hmm. is wearing kind of traditional Chinese garb it's, well, yeah. and, it's and called, kind of a, a rice hat. Right. They call it, later they say he's dressed like a coolie, which, yeah. so right. coolie was, um, it wasn't just, wasn't just referencing historically, doesn't just reference Chinese people. Mm-hmm. I got it, this scene right here, 
is the most it's in the it's in the movie theater and it's like everybody towards under the, the beginning, sun yeah, it's the towards movie, the, yeah. the beginning but i am convinced that they all just provided their own costumes oh of oh, course yeah, yeah. so there's that guy there's the guy on the balcony up there that like i swear to god Who's he got like a the, tank top out of his wife's like the oh, pink, it's like a pink cra- it's two big fat like biker looking dudes yeah. and one yeah. of them was wearing like a pink like if you were to watch over the top they look yeah. like two arm wrestlers yeah. in the movie he's wearing like right. a, a pink like crop top yeah. there's a dude who looks like elvis but it's definitely like his daughter's crop top yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. but but the thing, <laughs> but, but the thing <laughs> no attention is brought to it it's just right. so it's natural just, this is this is the world that we're operating in and yeah. you just have to accept yeah but it, also the, everyone in this in the movie theater are there there's a a a a transsexual man in there there's yeah they're, 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 dra- well a drag yeah. queen drag yeah, queen. Yeah, I don't drag, know. yeah I, i'm if, not sure yeah that's, we don't know if it's Someone who's right, trans or right. just uh, there, there's a drag queen in there. You know. There's people from all different like mm-hmm. cultures oh, and stuff Julius there. Julius and, Carey, and we'll yeah. get into oh, just yeah. how phenomenal yeah. Julius so Carey it's, is. So we'll, we'll reel it back, kind of again, continue to like I said, because we're watching. Well, it. No, no, that, that's <laughs> hey, I'm not saying that as like reel it Show in, guys. Up, I'm just saying, yeah. like, in general, just per you know, again. Radcast, not Radcast, uh, Sucktastic yeah. Finale. Yeah. We are going to be starting the Radcast back up in mm-hmm. April, so stay tuned for that. You won't be losing Matt and I or our esteemed guests as we yeah. will start just a new a new beginning to the of Radcast which I'm in the April. Most yes, exactly. Very. Yeah. Before <laughs> I before I give boilerplate stuff, here the most. before yep. I give boilerplate stuff for <laughs> well, the movie. Been down here the most. <laughs> no, uh, I don't. I don't know what to say. That, if, honestly. If, you, if you you last heard her on Double Impact with the, our JCVD January, you heard her on and crisp on Christmas, and you heard her on Over the Top, ladies and gentlemen. Our sister Samantha Kennedy hey, is joining hey, us hey. for the finale. Yes, hey, um, I love this movie. This was a yes. movie that all of us were familiar with, as yeah. far as like cult classics and B movies mm-hmm. go, um, because we're familiar with that world, but. We had Matt and I had never seen mm-hmm. the Last Dragon, so Samantha was like, "You guys need, to, need, do to, need to do the Last Dragon." Um, so, real quick, it's not going to be, you know, uh, it's movie time, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me just so we can continue talking about the movie because there's so much good stuff happening oh, right so, now. I mean, oh, yeah. there, it's the, happening right the, in front of. It's the, so good. The, well, the start of kind of what this movie is in the movie theater, like we're talking about, is the is the encapsulating of just what this movie is celebrating. Yeah. Um, so, the Last Dragon was released. Matt's Last Dragon was released. March 22nd, 1985, directed by Michael Schultz, starring Tymac as Bruce Leroy mm-hmm. Green, Vanity as Laura Charles, Christopher Murney as Eddie Arcadian, the great Julius <laughs> Carey as Show Nuff, uh-huh. Faith Prince as Angela Varaco, mm-hmm. Leo O'Brien as Richie Green, Mike Starr, the classic character, like, character actor, actor yeah. Mike Starr, yes. who's like in everything. Yes. But do you know who his brother is? Uh, uh, nope. Edwin Starr. No. Yeah. Whoa. His brother is Bo Starr. Okay. Who played the captain on Due South. Oh, okay. nice. I oh, lost yeah, yeah. My, oh, shit. When I saw that. 
Hopefully, you guys yeah. will do yeah. a, you'll do a, either a due south or a Paul, see, they're, Paul they're, Gross There they are right now. That's what, I mean, oh, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah, did you see the hot pink? That's his daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, if, oh, yeah. If yeah. any of you have access to the movie, it, this yes. isn't a commentary track or watch along, but feel free Maybe to. Maybe one day we'll yeah, do something like that. Feel free to watch along, you know, mm-hmm. just so you can get reference to what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Shit's about to go down. Yeah. This um, guy's like, I'm ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mike Starr is rock. Glenn Eaton as Johnny Yu. Uh, with appearances by the great Ernie Reyes oh, Jr. As Ty. Ernie Reyes Jr. Uh, I'm wearing a Surf Ninja shirt right yes. now. Daddy just pulls it out. He's like, oh my god. And she, is she so he's like, the drag, and the thing is, it's just so random because the the drag queen it doesn't show back up as like a minor no. character. No, she's she, he's just, just there. He, he's, she would because we don't know mm-hmm, how yeah. they would want to be referenced, but they let's mm-hmm. just say they. Yeah. Yes, like. It's like we're just gonna take for granted that the this, these people are all just yeah. natural parts of this universe, mm-hmm. and, and here's, yeah. here's and the, we don't need to draw attention to. And it. here's the thing that I love about this movie is that if you need to simplify it down to help yourself uh, uh, rationalize things that aren't explained, yeah. this movie is purely about music and yes. martial arts. Oh, it's a, yes. and that's it. It's a it minus some of the menace. It's a cartoon come to life. Even some oh, of the menace, is. you're Even like, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show enough like, is. Eddie, and Eddie, Arcadian. Eddie Arcadian. Eddie Arcadian has a pet something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's Rocco's the, pet. The, the, yeah. the thing well, is, yeah, you, can, you can easily see Eddie Arcadian as Rocco and, and Rocco as these '80s cartoon villains. Yeah. Like There's, Eddie Arcadian is on the screen right oh. now. Yeah. And do you but, think Eddie? Do you think Arcadian? Do you think he changed it because he owns because arcades? arcades? I don't know. Or, yeah. or it's like a family. Was name. that his fate? Yes. <laughs> My name's Arcadian. I don't Our know. Our lovely Faith Prince as, as the Cindy Lapper knockoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Faith Prince is just, that's another thing is like, you don't realize sometimes unless you know, like she has won multiple Tony awards mm-hmm. for Broadway. Oh yeah. We've, she's been all over TV as mm-hmm. well. Um, Spin City. Yeah. Spin it's City. Um, yeah. My, my father, father the, the hero, hero which, which we mentioned we, last episode. I was going to say, yeah. last time you were on. Before. Yeah. Um, so fun, like crossover things, but she's just, she's hilarious. She's, yes. she's pitch perfect she's in this so role. She's so hilarious yeah. in this. And later on when she gives that, she like calls out the truth and it doesn't feel heavy handed. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. just yeah. like, and you're a little worried for it. You're worried he's going to yeah. do something yeah. to her. And, and he doesn't. And, and he doesn't. Yeah. But it's just, it's just. I think yeah. that's the point where I was like, "Oh, Eddie Arcadian's just a path- he's just a pathetic yeah. doofus. He, he's yeah. he's like he's like he's he, like he a, has he, money. That's it. Yeah, he yeah. he's like he's he at, when at the end of the day, he's just like a low level New York scumbag mm-hmm. who exactly. just who just happened to become a a in a, a mogul of sorts. Like yeah. when it comes to like oh yeah arcades because arcades were massive in the eighties. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh um, yeah. But to continue with who's in it, Keisha Knight Pulliam, Rudy Huxtable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a little, little kid in this. Um, and William H. Macy oh, as, oh my as JJ, La, Laura Charles, Vanity's manager. The... Bill yeah. Macy! Bill Macy! He's in it for like five minutes. The shoveler is hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Men, great yes, movie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, I haven't watched that in ages. I need oh, to watch that. Uh, <laughs> with a box office of $25.7 million on a $10 million budget. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the, great. Yeah, I mean, it made money, and then it's only made more money that, since then. 
I want to hear this song right now. Oh, Rhythm of the Night? I yeah. love this song. Yeah. And when it comes this, on, I'm like, yeah. This movie I, made the, the song, like, I, I mean, really, arguably made the I song wondered, popular. I wondered yeah. if it, which came first. Yes. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where I would think Barry Gordy's like, I have this act called DeBarge. DeBarge. Yeah. And yeah. let's put it in this movie. Yeah. And where it's playing is this Soul Train. Yeah. Like, it's almost yeah. like, like what Soul Train became in the 80s, but a little more glitzy, a little mm-hmm. more... Yeah. A little more glamour to it, and Vanity plays Laura Charles, who, who yes. is the uh, who's who's the big VJ host. Yeah. This is in the midst of the MTV era, and everything is huge and massive. This is, and I think we even said it, is a product of its oh, time. Yeah. Oh, and then it's she, so, but it's great. She, she oh, would yeah. later go on to act uh, opposite Apollo, or uh, sorry, Carl Weathers in, in Action, Action Jackson. Jackson. Oh, I didn't also know that. opposite Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. And who's the villain Jackson. in that movie? Yeah. Who I I don't want to watch know, it for that just because yes. I love Coach. That's the thing about Vanity is like, and and really everybody except Timac who, mm-hmm. and it doesn't bother me that his acting is so so sure. because he's supposed to be naive. He's supposed and like, to be sort of naive, and so it really works. Yeah. It mm-hmm. works, and maybe he did that on purpose. Maybe he didn't. I don't sure. know. But this is the kind of thing where it would have been so easy to just have half-assed acting, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. every person, including like Vanity, mm-hmm. I was she's actually she's not so she's not good. bad. I thought like, she did really mm-hmm. well. Everybody they, does their roles really well. Everyone really does a good job. Like she, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, just oh, his little brother. Oh, Richie, oh, Richie's is the best because so uh, Johnny Yu. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. he's so even, funny. even though Ernie yeah. Race Jr. Everybody. Ernie Race Jr. is only in 15 minutes of the movie, but he's in like the best 15 oh. minutes oh, of the movie. Yeah. Well, and, and, he, and he kicks ass. Even from a young age, yeah. you could tell this kid had an instinct for not only mm-hmm. martial arts, mm-hmm. obviously, right. but he had the in, instinct for entertainment. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he was chewing the scenery. Yeah. He was magnetic. In, in the he really was. Yeah. In the few minutes he was in there. Mm-hmm. Um yep. Bill Macy, it's so look funny. at that sweet it's so, jacket, It's Meryl. so funny to see a serious actor like William H. Macy have yeah. to take on this 80s like look and persona. But they didn't. we didn't know him as William H. Macy, as, well, he like wasn't, the one now. He yeah, wasn't, he like, wasn't the big. status this or whatever. Wasn't, this is before Boogie Nights and before yeah. Mystery Men and mm-hmm. before Shameless. That was, it's like Christopher McDonald mm-hmm. in Breakin'. Yeah. yeah. Except he did like Grease 2 before that right. and all that oh, stuff. Okay. But, um, so, Christopher McDonald. Shooter, Shooter McGavin. McGavin, Happy Gilmore. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of always plays an asshole yes, and things. Yes, yes, okay. Um, so what was on the VHS? So unfortunately, just on the VHS for Enter the... I almost said Enter the Dragon. Um, I mean... In the Last Dragon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it makes sense, you yeah. know, it, takes it, a lot it celebrates Enter Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. Um, it only was the CBS video logo and the TriStar bumpers, which is boring, and we ain't letting this segment on Sucktastic Hell go out no. like that. No so way. I just, I pulled, Especially for such a great movie. Exactly. I pulled the open of Surf Ninjas. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. So it, I love your shirt, by the way. Thank you. I, oh, just, I love that I just shirt. Love it. Yeah, I love Surf Ninjas. Just mm. in honor of just Ernie Ray's Jr. Ernie Ray not, Jr. Not Rob Schneider. No. Um, I mean, Rob Schneider. He's fine in it. He's fine in that movie. Fine. But he, him as a person, he's kind of a. He's kind of weird. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, Surf Ninja doesn't dress. have... Yeah, like... I want to wear that now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, <laughs> half half the sound... The soundtrack is solid Music's for most, awesome. for oh, most part. Oh, it is so good. Half of it, like, the songs aren't great, but they're earworms. The oh, other half yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. score I mean, is great, so too. Good. So many songs written for the movie where the lyrics are, like, giving you things in, about the yeah. movie. Yeah. 
the yeah. bottom. Yeah, exactly. You go. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's a good part. You have like the Sugar I Hill game yeah. type rap. The I think beginning. so. Yeah. yeah. The Into the Dragon theme. Yeah. Or like, not the Last like Dragon. Vanity theme. Yeah. at this the the anal this analog for Soul Train, which is called Seventh Heaven, which she's yeah. a VJ for. She's doing a song and dance number right now because her being the top draw, she yeah. obviously in during the show. It's it's like an MTV type show too. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she shows videos right now. She also gets the center stage to do a performance. Yeah. The me personally, I think the song kind of sucks, and it won like a Razzie. It's not the best but, of all the songs. But on like there, I said, sure. this it's an example of an '80s earworm. Mm-hmm. Like it, and she's it, a performer. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, found the place. Finally found the place. Like that gets stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Like she has a little like mono, like just a vocal monologue in there, mm-hmm. which Prince did a lot, which makes sense because she was she's a protege. She was a big. And Vanity yeah. Six was produced by Prince. Prince. Yeah. Um, and she's doing like a spiel here just to the melody of the song, but as a whole. It's part of it's part and parcel of what makes the movie what it is. Oh yeah. Even if, even if stuff isn't as much quality, but yeah. Surf Ninjas VHS. Uh, the first advert is just a still shot of the soundtrack with the Tone Loke song from the movie yeah. playing under Tone it. Tone Loke who disappears yeah. three quarters yeah, of the way exactly. through. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah. then, then he yeah. shows up and he's like, "Man, they've been waiting for us." And I was like, "They've been waiting us. for you. Not <laughs> you, man. You've been in the I don't know where you ship. went. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need it." Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you guys now. It's yeah. like nothing up to this point has. We'll you don't really about, have a choice. We're gonna talk yeah. about surf ninjas we're, on we're, the radcast. Yeah, I was yeah. Say, we need yeah. to not go into that. Um, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would on. like to be on yeah, that of one. Course. Of course, yeah. I yeah. love that movie. So. Have fun, fun, fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that song. Yeah. When, when they're both Moto Surf, Moto Surf. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess we technically did on like our second episode yeah, with no Tyler Strickland, but it was that was about '90s ninja movies. Well, yeah, we'll go into like a more in-depth. Yeah, one, absolutely. That's uh, a later date. Uh, coming soon to home video, the subject of our fourth episode of the show, Mr. Nanny oh, yeah. with Hulk oh, yeah. Hogan. Okay. Yeah. Um, next, a movie about two kids. Uh, it, and I, I'm going to read kind of verbatim here a, a synopsis that someone gave on mm-hmm. IMDb because this is, it sounds ridiculous. I didn't know what was going on and I was frustrated because it just, I'll just read what this yeah. person's, this synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Josh and Sam, two brothers facing change. Their mother is about to marry a French accountant and the kids <laughs> are sent to go live with their father in Florida. Meanwhile, Josh tells Sam that he is a SAM, Sam acronym, or a strategically oh. altered mutant that is going <laughs> to be sent to Africa to fight a war and that Canada is a safe haven for any Sam unwilling to fight. The cross country journey begins with two boys. Vaguely familiar. (laughs) It's called it's called Josh and Sam. The the movie is in it. Uh, So actually, Josh uh, and Sam. Yeah. So actually, (laughs) Joan Allen is in it. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Steve Tobolowski's in it. Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Is Jake Gyllenhaal Sam? No, it's two. It's two. One of the kids is actually in Letterkenny. um, Oh, okay. But like. But it's too like no like not known. What's like, actors. what's the movie I am Martha Sam Plimpton about? Is in it. Uh, that's I am Sam. That's different. Um, oh yeah. But Sean Sean Penn's in this one though, right? This isn't. It's not <laughs> the thing. That, what confused me is it. It's not a sci-fi movie. But the kid, <laughs> the kid is just messing just with his younger mutant. brother. So what ends up happening? And I even read the synopsis on Wikipedia. And I was like, what the hell is, is this, this movie? <laughs> uh, so so he's like lying. So yeah. So he manipulated. <laughs> He manipulated his younger brother. So uh, the two, so to get them, the cross country journey begins with two boys (laughs) think 
they kill the drunk and steal his car and route to Canada, where they encounter the Liberty, the? where they want to encounter the Liberty Maid, who is supposed to be like Harriet Tubman. Like it's not Harriet Tubman, but essentially it's supposed to be like a Harriet Tubman character who helps Josh across to Canada, so he doesn't have wait. to fight in Africa. All of this for but a wait. joke. So this is, but this is all made up, right? The boy made it up. The yeah, the boy made it up. He's like made up this oh, whole narrative yeah. to get his brother to yeah. go to Canada yeah. with him. But it, but, well, no, the, but the trailer uh, shows it looks like they steal one of their parents' credit cards too. They recklessly drive the stolen car and even pick up hitchhiking Martha Plimpton. They jump in onto a passing Martha Plimpton. Ri- Come yeah. on. And she yeah. she was like 25 by the time yeah. this yeah. movie came out. She's already no, uh, And she's supposed yeah. to be like a a, a late age teenager. Mm. Uh, they recklessly drive she's the stolen car. Way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. recklessly drive the stolen car and even pick up a hitchhiking Martha Plimpton. They jump onto a passing rail car, then jump off, uh, probably because they saw a transient bathing himself in a wash tub. <laughs> Isn't this, this is this is the journey really. of Nanny Wait, Gan. How yeah. much? No, the journey of Nanny Gan is way better. Yeah, it is. It's way a, that's a good. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. It was it's on ma- Disney Plus. It was it a is. massive yeah. box John office Cusack? bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, obviously. Then nobody, nobody in the cast except for the kids and their parents saw their saw like went and saw this movie. Really? No, there's no. No way that's true. That's what IMDb says. IMDb. Also, people, Chad, you can Chad put anything on IMDb. Is oh, in this yeah, movie. that's yes. right. I, Which I, I, didn't, was, yeah. I didn't catch until the second time, but yeah. he's one of the thugs he throws through a car window. He, looks like, oh, that is he looks like Keith Hernandez. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice game, pretty boy. Um, but yeah, it has Joan Allen, Steve Tobolowski, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, and... Christian Clemenson, who played Socrates Poole in Briscoe <gasps> County oh, Junior. Yeah. Oh yeah! For those a Briscoe, of you, a Briscoe connection yes. to our right. lovely. For those of you that don't know, Julius, Show Enough is played by Julius, Julius Carey, Carey, who, who we was, we all grew up knowing him from Bowler. Briscoe County Junior as Lord as Bowler. bounty hunter Lord Bowler. Bowler. Yes. Oh Lord. Oh, he's another, I get so choked up just thinking about another. Another. We were in we fact were, that he's still alive. We were texting yeah. about this earlier this week, and I hate. That he's one of those people that I, I see you have Danny Tamborelli and Danny Tamborelli is also in that. Josh oh, okay, and Sam gotcha. Movie. Pete and Pete. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's one of those we things know. that it's such a it's so it sucks when you really latch on to something and yeah. and or like a an actor and how you yeah. don't fully appreciate and mm-hmm. love an yes. actor mm-hmm. uh, until they're gone. Or until you're Carey. older and, and yeah. he happens to be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Julius exactly. Carey as Shownuff. And what it is, uh, Shownuff is the Shogun of Harlem. And right. Shogun is, t- is generally kind of culturally... That's Japanese. Ja- Japanese, mm-hmm. which what part of this illustrates is the, the Chinese versus Japanese kind of... Yeah. Um, Chinese versus feud. Japanese whole... The feud aspect of... 70s kung fu movies yes, yes. so that's what this is supposed to be is is leroy green is supposed to represent chinese and china. china and uh show enough the shogun of harlem is supposed to represent japan mm-hmm. which if you're okay. familiar with kung fu movies that's a nice little nod to what that yeah. is because a lot of the times the chinese characters in kung fu movies in the 70s are being discriminated against by the japanese mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. and are being um they're being um, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, like marginalized, oppre- oppre- oppressed, oppressed yeah, marginalized yeah. by the Japanese characters. So that's kind of a small element too, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. not just the the because there's a kind of a bigger element to Eddie Arcadian. Yeah. Um, once the white, yeah, the white, the guy, white character who yeah. automatically just oppresses everybody. Everybody, yeah. But yeah. then Around. also enlists the help of of the you know the enemy of my enemy is, yeah, my, is friend my friend type yeah. thing yeah. um but with show enough 
Julius Carey talking about not not appreciating somebody in their time. So Show enough steals the entire there is movie. Not, when Show enough is on screen, there he there is not one bad scene with no, Show No, I mean no. just Julius Carey and it's one of those things where it's like if he was coming up now, mm-hmm. now that <clears throat> there's more efforts I'm, and I'm sure not even enough efforts, but there sure. are a lot more efforts to get um, stories of of people of color, yeah. people of other nationalities, to make sure that black actors and, and Southeast Asian actors and, mm. and people are getting roles. I mean, Julie, I think Julius Carey would have been, he wouldn't have just been like, oh, he was a great character actor. Yeah, I think no, he would have been up yeah. there with... Um, Denzel Washington. Well, yeah. I mean, Denzel's... I'm trying to think of who's, like, sort of <clears throat> the newer uh, big guys. Um, kind of more prominently the in British, the last... The British guy. Well, Idris Elba. Ben, ben, Idris Elba. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Idris Elba and... Is it... Uh, Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Michael yeah, yeah. B. Yeah. Jordan and... Um, oh, I can't say his name... He has been everywhere lately. He was in, um, my brain is going poopy. Not <laughs> Jessica Jones, not Daredevil. Oh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke yeah. Cage. Yeah, yeah. He's the, fir- the bad guy in the first season. What is his, oh, I can't. I didn't watch Luke Cage. Yeah. Okay, but you'd know him if you saw yeah. his face. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, some of these guys that just like. Yeah. And I would say, I, you know, I'm trying to think, have any of them done comedy? I'm trying to think if I've if I've seen any of those guys. Idris Elba. I first saw him on The Office. He was on The Office for he, like yeah. the first half of the season. Are you talking about the the Steve Carell Office? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about later when Steve Carell was in Don It? No. no Steve, he, he, it, the, there was a whole story to where Michael Scott basically like they brought in a when when Jan Levinson left, uh-huh. they brought in Charles Minor played by Idris Elba no, why I don't and basically him that. and Michael butted heads and stuff. I don't know why I don't remember that. Right. Um I think Julius Carey cuz we've seen he can do the campy yeah. funny. Yeah. And I bet you anything that he was I mean cuz again, I I've only seen this and him in this and I've seen Briscoe County Jr. Briscoe yeah. County Jr. Mm-hmm. There's enough serious stuff in Briscoe oh, County sure. Jr. Oh sure. Yeah. But, I, you know, I've seen stills from other, I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. None of the people around Shonuf know how to do martial arts. <laughs> yeah. But his henchmen are so perfect. Oh, his, his henchmen are henchmen. You see those yeah. women going in there and they're like, mm-hmm. it's like, sweetheart, you don't know how to punch nothing. Yeah. Like, they, they were, they, they, they probably would punch dance to everybody's Kung Fu fighting. And that's yeah, probably their that's extent it. of martial arts knowledge. Well, yeah. well, what I love is more than likely Shonuf walks out in public oh, in so, this, in this. I mean, it's just how he's this, dressed all Get up. Yeah, and, and the getups that he wears. He's got and like, shoulder pads. He's so imposing, and also he throws his weight around, and he's convincing enough to be somebody who shouldn't be messed with that nobody bats an eye. Like, yeah. I mean, you may get some people turn not turning their heads, but what we see in the, in the movie theater, in the movie theater scene, is all these people of different backgrounds um, kind of in this um, melting pot yeah. being all unified by this love for Kung Fu, but mm-hmm. it's all these different people that don't look at each other sideways because right. I think that's a representation of the culture in New York. Yeah. Like with these mm-hmm. ground, these grindhouse theaters that yeah. brought people together. Cause that's how you could watch. That's yeah. the only way you could watch Kung yeah. Fu movies in this, the seventies. This is yeah. where, and then also where this is that. taking place 
is a New York that, you know, people see as like maybe a little little more underground, little yeah. little mm-hmm. grungier, grimier. You've, you've but got like, the yuppie representation yeah. of Eddie Arcadian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also yeah. what's beautiful about it is you see his younger brother hangs out with his two best friends are black and white. And yeah. then you see... I love uh, this. And, Kiss my converse. Yeah. yeah. Kiss That's like so, the, he's the so big line from this. Just what he's... And how he's so written good. too. Plus it's just, you know, a line like, Kiss my converse. He says it with that... With that growl like growly like um that growly you know gruff voice and that and just he's also it also helps that he's six five six six i mean yeah and 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 we're just for a a um just for reference for the listener right now there's a scene on 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 the tv to where the show enough and his henchmen have infiltrated bruce have infiltrated bruce leroy's uh studio dojo Mm -hmm. he's he's conducting class with Mm -hmm. his with his students and so basically he's getting trying to pressure him to admit that he's the master and a bow and to kiss his converse right well and he wants he wants bruce leroy to fight him so that he Mm -hmm. can silence all the people that say that bruce leroy yeah Mm -hmm. is the one person he can't take down but of course um well and this was something i found and again well let's go ahead and give the caveat none of us are black sitting right. at this yep. table yeah. and not, and our knowledge of both kung fu movies and black exploitation movies mm-hmm. is about a week's worth of looking at a couple of articles it's, in it's limited. Yes. it's limited so just saying that is so we doesn't sound like we are coming off as like we are not authorities we are not yeah. this is On any our of this. these are either from my part it's either something directly regurgitated from something i read online that i was like oh that's really cool Mm -hmm. um or maybe maybe it's a thought of my own but like just i'm just right now saying like i know that i am there is like way more to this Mm -hmm. um but what i was reading about um some of the stereotypical heroes and anti-heroes of black exploitation like Bruce Leroy already kind of goes against that in mm-hmm. that he's not immediately going out like, yeah, I'm going to kick your ass and yeah. gonna, like whatever, um, which I guess is more along the line, though. I watched um, I watched Enter the Dragon the other day. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. Which I was so disappointed because it started out like I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like there was all this story and mm-hmm. plot. But then, like twenty minutes in, the plot disappeared. It was yeah. just one fighting scene after just another, ass, and so yeah. it got a little boring because right. I was like, I don't even know what's happening yeah. anymore. We get it; he's good at fighting. That's why eighties kung fu is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. so I was a little disappointed. It wasn't like JCVD where I was offended. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I was super excited to see the the woman that have you seen. Enter the Dragon? No, Okay. So the woman, the actress that plays, has this short cameo as his sister, she's actually, this woman was considered the female Bruce Lee. Oh, nice. Cool. And so she was this huge Hong Kong film star as well, like Lady Whirlwind. Okay. And things like that. Um, And so then I got all excited and was like, oh, I want to watch these. And maybe now I'll take a break from, you know, all the Korean film and TV and watch some Hong Kong, you know, Kung Fu. And then it's like, and then I just realized like, oh, all the storyline was in the first 20 minutes. And then we're just going to forget about, are we avenging his sister? Mm -hmm. Are we going to free these women that are being trafficked? Like what, what's happening? Bruce Lee. He's going to go, what are you, you going to do? He's just going around kicking ass now. Yeah. Well, right. It's just, but it's not even going around kicking ass as much as 
because the premise is like basically this underground fight club type thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so on an island, it's not actually underground. Right. Right. Um, at the bad guys estate on this private island. It's very James Bond. So mm-hmm. Is that the movie they're watching in the theater in, that in the is, last That's yeah. why I watched okay. it. It's the okay, one they're watching sense. in the yeah. movie or watching in the theater in this movie. And yeah, it was just like, it was just the fights in the arena space for like 45 minutes. Right. And then maybe a couple on, on site fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and there was like these characters that they gave. They were paying all this attention to, but they didn't draw any connection between them and yeah. Bruce Lee's game. And I was just like, damn it. You <laughs> tricked me, Bruce Shit. Lee. Shit. You tricked Which me. Which one does he fight Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Which one <laughs> of, I want to watch that one. I want to watch that one. Well, that was the Enter the Dragon was the last one. In fact, it was released after he died. Wasn't that Game of Death? I that think was that was Game of Death. After he died? Yeah. That has cream this, of jewelry. I don't know. Wiki- Wikipedia said that Enter the Dragon was okay. The, I don't know. I, okay, that doesn't gotcha. mean it's right. there. There was right. a there was a significant one released posthumously. Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought yeah. it was Enter the Dragon, yeah. but maybe not. Um, I think the Game of Death was the last one he was making. Mm. And I think Isn't that, that was the one he was killed in? He he wasn't killed in a or movie during that was Brandon in a, Lee. on a set. Brandon Lee, that was Brandon Lee on his the crow. Son. on the crow. Yeah, yeah, on the crow. Yeah. I thought he died, and I thought it's the irony and like the mis. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, it's a curse," because his brother, his son, died the same. I think, way he I did. think, I think it was in the midst of making. Oh, the okay. Movie, of making was, okay. the game of death. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, but uh, we there was no need for anyone to research this because we weren't no, talking about this. Right. No, exactly. no, that's yeah. but what's but what's off. nice is to like. Because at face value, it's a fun movie, mm-hmm. but it's nice to see what they're paying homage to mm-hmm. and yep. to un- yeah. have an understand, you know, having those elements of, you know, you get those characters you'd see in black exploitation yeah. movies, mm-hmm. but also you get those movie, you get those characters you see in Kung Fu movies. Yes. And again, the, the writer wanted to take mm-hmm. those archetypes you see in those movies and yes. flip. Yeah. So yeah. you see, you know, Ty Mac as a, a Chinese hero character like the, but he's yeah. black and then later you'll see in soul chi- like in, soul in, brothers in yeah. chinatown you'll see these three guys chinese guys these yeah. three chinese guys who are like speaking hip speaking, speaking jive and jive and, 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 yeah. and like you know. dancing like, on oh, the street worse, corner worse, they want to be like soul yeah. brothers yeah. but yeah. you also you also get the characters who like richie his younger brother who also is a scene stealer oh kind of gosh. still tethers to the the black sentiment he, of like he, yeah. of like kind of the kind of what the soul brother the, 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 he's the more the, streetwise the, the black yeah. representation in this movie reality-based current yeah. 80s kid yeah. yeah well and and then their parents are neither like mm. they're not they own a pizzeria. Just, they own a pizzeria. They're just mm-hmm. what, straight like what's Cosby great, Show. What's great yeah. about that? It's yeah. two yeah. self-made, yeah, black business people, yes. which yeah. is yes. awesome. Yeah, and then, uh, but also you have you, they introduced the pizza parlor yeah. part because with Shownuff wanting to get to Bruce Leroy, Ugh. you we don't get any sort of exposition on what his beef with them is. It's yes. just the simple Which idea like. of yeah. he wants to be known as top dog in Harlem yeah. in on, you know, on the streets of New York, but a, a pious character like Bruce Leroy, who Virtuous, every, who yeah. people revere is in the way of that. So it's yeah. a pride thing, but what's nice is it goes along with the, what you said earlier, Samantha. It, 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 it's also an idea that was presented in our, yeah. that article you sent us yeah. to where you're along for the ride. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you have so much flash in front of you yeah. and you enjoy it to mm-hmm. where 
you know, you, you can ask questions about exposition or about why is this, that, or that, but you excuse it because yeah. it's so much well, fun. It's like I but said, all the important yeah. things you understand. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. You understand the basic story and yeah. why, yeah. you know, the good versus You're evil element. You're not confused element. about yeah. any mm-hmm. of that. I think that works for sure. And I think it's realistic that there's no other reason for sure enough to mm-hmm. hate him other than mm-hmm. he can't dominate him. Yeah. Like there's, I mean, that's perfectly understandable yeah. like there's plenty of people like that in the world like oh yeah that's all that matters is the fact that Bruce yeah. Bruce Leroy won't take the bait yeah and it makes I want him to look yeah. bad and mm-hmm. he can't crush him mm-hmm. and yep yeah I I kind of see those like the show show enough and Bruce Leroy like they're both their views on martial arts I kind of I saw it mm. kind of like kind of like in the karate kid yes, how you have how yes. you have uh um crease teaching you know at uh, teaching you know Cobra Kai and it's right. it's lethal and yes. and it's you know sh- uh, show your enemy no mercy and then yeah. you have Mr Miyagi who's like it's about discipline it's about mm-hmm. thought it's about being in control it's about mm-hmm. you know and so those two represent the two differing views of martial mm-hmm. arts that I think a lot of right. kung fu that a lot of people have show enough is like no I've got this ability I want to be the master so I can dominate people yes. and I can show people I'm the most powerful mm-hmm. whereas later we'll get exposition to where Bruce Leroy's explaining to uh, uh um van or not well vanity but explaining mm-hmm. to Laura Laura yeah. like you know if you have the power of the glow like the amazing things you can do for other people yes. and yeah. stuff like and, that and part, part of that is because at, at the very beginning what sets Leroy off is we see at the beginning you see Leroy training with his with mm-hmm. his match with his master and his master mm-hmm. goes on saying you know you have you know the power of the last dragon but to become a master you know you have to find the glow yeah like yeah. you have to find this glow and he's hinting that it's inside of you but Leroy I think is is thinking bigger he's thinking he has to find it's like oh, where's this next level tangible. Yeah. so yeah. his mat his master at the time plays into that and he's like go go into the city and find this master called some dumb goy yeah which yeah. like you hear that and, you know, <laughs> some dumb guy yeah oh, except, yeah it's like God. oh okay that's the first time i yeah. heard yeah. that though yeah. in that way towards mm-hmm. the end i was like wait a second yeah some dumb well, goy when i heard it when i heard <laughs> it I, I knew guy. this would be an over-the-top 80s movie yeah. so yeah. when he said some dumb goy i was like tongue-in-cheek okay right. that's yeah. funny yeah but what when it's revealed later like through the the chinese kind of jive talking yeah characters that it ends up that it's just it's a they they run a fortune cookie yeah. shop yeah. and it's just it's it's a machine they created to mass produce fortune cookies yeah and mm-hmm. stuff like that so and that's a whole nother subplot because yeah. inside of these plots like Leroy has to deal with Shonuff he keeps shaking him then you add in Eddie Arcadian yeah. who is now he the reason he's against Eddie Arcadian is because Eddie Arcadian keeps trying to yeah. kidnap Laura Charles mm-hmm. um, or event, at first convince Laura Charles to play his girlfriend uh, Angela's music which is like a mix between Madonna and Cindy Lauper who's mm-hmm. great yeah yeah Laura Fake you know she great, yeah. she says no so then Eddie Arcadian takes her by force and the first time we see him try to take her by force is when we see Leroy um encounter really encounter Laura for the first time yeah. and he beats up Eddie's thugs yeah. yeah and then now we're at the parts where Eddie has successfully kidnapped her but then Leroy now dressed in a ninja has come in to free her yeah after yeah. she's been subjected to Angela's um, 
shitty, shitty music. Yeah. It's ridiculous. However, it's not beyond what you'd see yeah. in the eighties. It's a parody of Madonna and Cyndi yeah. Lauper, but it's an earworm and yeah. it's mm-hmm. accurate. But well, his, and Faith Prince yeah. is just Faith so Prince good. is fantastic. Yeah. And his motivation though, when I will say Laura isn't really a damsel in distress in this movie. No, because no, he's like, so you're gonna play the video, and she's like, no. Yeah. Well, and even yeah. at the end, she's not like Leroy. I mean, she does say Leroy, Leroy, but she's not like you're gonna be sorry when Leroy gets here. It's yeah. just her and Richie just sitting there, and then Leroy shows up. But when he goes to first, when he goes to rescue her from Eddie's, yeah, he he wants. He wants to save her because he wants his medallion. Yeah. It's not like yeah. you're my love interest. I'm yeah. saving you because you need me and I you need saving because you need mm-hmm. me to save you. It's like yeah. I'm doing it. This is the right thing and you also have something yeah. of mine. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say he encounter he goes to find her because he wants his medallion and he yeah. sees her being kidnapped and that's yeah. when he goes yes, into fear. Exactly. Yeah. To- yeah. All these things are happening around Leroy's ultimate journeys. He wants yeah. to find some dumb goy so he can help so some dumb goy can help him find the glow pure hearted hero right yeah Yeah. i and i have to say this idea of i resonate with his fixation on i need to find a master Mm -hmm. yeah and not having the confidence like at what point can i do it on my own right without you know like i find myself all the time i've had no you have what you need you know and i'll be like but i don't don't feel like I do. I I don't feel like I do. I feel like I need to have the safety of a master standing over me. Make you know, like telling me the secret or helping me find this thing or what. And so like I totally resonate Mm -hmm. with this idea of, you know, no, I gotta find a master. It can't be inside of me. I've gotta find a master. And it's good that it is yeah. You know, for him, it is inside of him, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not inside of you, people. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you do need guidance. You do of need some a master. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm racked with self doubt, and I need someone to tell me what direction to go mm-hmm. in, kind of well, thing. Well, uh, no, I mean, I think in that case, that's when you, it, you're where Bruce Leroy is. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people that are like, I don't need to learn how to do this from a professional. I'm just, oh yeah, you know, and may and they're not exceptionally gifted or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there are people who are exceptionally gifted. Sure, they, yeah. Maybe they don't. But That's more what I was speaking to was kind of Leroy's experience and yeah. how it relates to... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. The yeah, self-doubt yeah. of like, yeah. how could I mm-hmm. possibly... Oh, yeah. And maybe a little too much kung fu movies of yeah, sure. I need a master. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all do that. Well, it's, it's so funny because like at its core, he's a kid that wanted to learn kung fu because he watched a lot of kung fu movies. Because yeah. like yeah. it opens up and he's like training with his master and his master's being sage and wise. And yes. you're like, oh, he's like overseas he's like yeah. training this like, master oh isolated. i see mr miyagi yeah yeah but yeah. then you get like no it's some it's some guy in new york that yeah. who's who's who's, who's not, legit who's legit but at the same time you're like it's almost it's almost has a self-awareness yes. to it mm-hmm. and even at the end like when he goes back to his masters and his master's like i have a plan to catch he's like are you going on like this journey, like journey of self-discovery like, no, he's like no i'm visiting my mom, mom in miami like yes. you it, it keeps it i i keep i kept having to like ground myself and remember that like almost it's almost like a self-awareness yeah. like yeah. we're giving off the impression like this is like this is uh some some uh farm in japan or, yeah. or in china like and he's like training off the grid it's like no he's just mm-hmm. in, he's in new york mm-hmm. this guy's this guy's studio is probably in chinatown like but cause, oh yeah because yeah. it because it, it, then it shoots you back to his family and his family's like 
normal 80s kind of mm -hmm. black family kind of thing yeah. like they're just people in the current day and he's yeah. almost feels like a man at a time mm -hmm. and richie constantly pe and that's why richie thinks he's so weird he's like yeah. you're not focusing on the shit that i'm focused on that's yeah. like girls and sex and yeah. music yeah. and all mm -hmm. that stuff and richie's like 10 you know yeah, yeah. Exactly. i mean he's not he's probably right. like 13 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um that's, you know, I don't, I wonder if the costume designer or director did that on purpose. Just now with him talking to the guy that had, is it, uh, I assume he's supposed to be a Chinese guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That had an umbrella hat on. That yeah. was like one of those cheesy yeah. umbrellas. Yes. And he was the one wearing the like coolie hat. There, there's so much, there's guys. so much. Saki me. Uh, up, up, up to this point. There's so much about this movie that you're like, oh, like, oh my god, like this is so crazy. Like in the movie theater, just randomly people start breakdancing because yeah. 80s. But also, yeah. it shows kind of the melting pot of people that you see. But the part that we're on right now is in Chinatown, and you get the three street performers who, who I mentioned earlier, who who own the fortune cookie factory, mm -hmm. and they're putting on like a singing and dancing display where they're. They're singing a song like Uki Suki Saki, like Saka to me. A Saki and, to you. Like and, this, and they're supposed, great song. They're supposed yeah. to represent <laughs> they're supposed to represent that role reversal of yeah. in movies of this ilk or stuff like it, more urban centered things. Yeah. It's you know, it's a lot it's the the black break dancer, like breaking. It's a yeah. black break mm -hmm. dancers. It's it's these black characters who are doing the street performing, talking jive and kind of chastising people who who may look a little silly, but it's three Chinese guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think and that, they that's want so, so badly to be like black. Yeah, you can tell. It's so or it's like, the stereotype yeah, of yeah, right. black. Yeah. yeah. It's black. And, and, and kind of like soul brothers yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um but it's just it's it's just funny because that's something to where you're like if this movie couldn't get any wilder, you <laughs> yeah. see that part yeah. and you're like like oh my god if you don't love this movie already oh this yeah. part you're like it's so silly and absurd oh, yeah. and well mm -hmm. we i want to make sure well i mean we'll get to it when he's at when he's when leroy finally realizes in order to get into the fortune their fortune cookie factory he's got to go in disguise yeah and this, <laughs> there, this there's a reveal in in, in yeah like during those parts yeah. that is such a good comedic reveal yeah. mm -hmm. that i was like laughing out loud and i was like that is yeah. so good the, re the reason he's with them right now is because uh, there's been b-roll while the uh hot suki suki hot like socket to me song is playing <laughs> yeah. like like um, so it's a great song yeah good. This, um, this i mean it's just great um, yeah, yeah but the b-roll is Leroy is asking people in Chinatown where some dumb goy is because because when it comes back to it he's looking he's looking for the the master some dumb goy. Well, I hear it. And, and, it's like in Wayne's world. But, it's like I'll take the scream. The, I'll take this. I'll, just I'll take the street, the cream of some young guy. Yeah. It's uh, the, oh. But, but uh, he oh, see man. the the three Chinese characters are dancing in front of a shop that says some dumb goy. So he's like, oh, this is where the master is. So mm -hmm. he asks them to see the master. And they're like, like you can't see the master. What makes you think we're going to make you see the master and like get lost yeah. um, and stuff like that? And now we're in the pizza shop where it's just more show enough and his goons chewing the scenery. But oh, also yeah. you see his parents, his mom especially, doesn't take shit. No, but I guess really it's just doesn't. more representing Richie. And there's a, at the end of this scene, because he's there looking for Leroy, and it, they're they're gonna lay waste to the shop, oh, which yeah, is which destroy so it. Upset. Yeah, yeah, it's which is sad because the mom is also really giving it her best. Like, oh my god, my table! Like, mm -hmm. I, I thought that delivery was pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, but, all that stuff costs so much oh, money, exactly. and there's no way that you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's hard for any restaurant to 
break even and, oh, and yeah, just, I mean yeah. just the reality of what Shonuff is doing is yeah. one of those things where it's just like And even if you were to step in and say, Oh well I mean the assuming they have insurance yeah. like oh the insurance will cover it's like well it's not it's not about the money it's about what well, we right. built that exactly yeah. it, exactly it, it, well and even if you're getting the insurance money you don't know how long that's gonna take yeah. exactly. you don't know if yeah. someone's gonna challenge it mm-hmm. you don't know if the white insurance agent is gonna come in and exactly. treat them like not easily yeah. because they're black that's or something they're, they're up against area too because yeah. they're whatever i would feel how long there's so will much, the renovations take yeah, and there's right. so yeah. much feeling of accomplishment and that's why this is more tragic yeah. because of what especially in the 80s in New York, even though we're talking about how diverse it is, there's Mm -hmm. still like the zoning stuff Mm -hmm. and and white insurance. Black business owners, there's so much that they're up against that even they built so much. So it's much more tragic because we had to jump through so many hoops. Now, how many more hoops do we have to jump through? His dad said, like when they're eating breakfast, he's like, He's like, when I first opened that pizzeria, like me, a black man opening a pizzeria, you know how many people like thought I was weird yeah. Yeah. and thought that that wouldn't work? Mm-hmm. Now, there's not a hungry person in this city because of my pizzeria. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone comes here to get eat your pizza. pizza to Daddy Green's Pizza. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, um, I love it. Pick up your pizza and get to Daddy Green's Pizza <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but Shonuff and his crew like absolutely trash the shop they throw richie in a trash can because richie richie has balls so yeah. like he he stands up to them even like, though chill out guys yeah, yeah. Ex- and, but like as they're leaving now and they just oh, and add I mean, insult just, to injury yeah. uh, like you see leroy now walking down the street and he sees shonuff and his goons leaving he's like this can't be good one thing that stands out to me and what makes me like his parents even more is like there's obviously regret because he um, inadvertently caused this. Well, no, yeah. he, now here, that's the, I got a problem with that though. Mm-hmm. He didn't cause this. Nobody forced mm-hmm. yeah. Shonuff to do anything. Yeah. yeah, it's this feeling of, and you, it's it's a distinguished. It's a distinction that I think we really have to make. And I always, it always irritates me. And I know, uh, hopefully, I think the assumption is that the audience will realize this as well but i just i think there's this distinction that we have to really say like no the good person didn't make a bad person do something by being good no yeah and you don't you shouldn't just be discouraged from Mm -hmm. doing good because bad people do bad it's like a bad person did a bad or a sorry we always tell our kids there's you made bad choices. You're not a bad You're person. You're not bad people. But yeah. I think some people are bad people. Sure. Yeah. Show enough's probably a bad person. Yeah. Anyway, he's fake. It's whatever. Yeah. But this and he's idea wonderful. that like he's great. Yeah. He didn't. Leroy didn't cause anything. Mm-hmm. His brother's being a childish because he's a child. Yeah. And his parents recognize like, no, you didn't. His yeah, his mom hugs his him. Mom like, hugs. This isn't yes. your fault. And yeah. You and didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and like he sheds a tear, and his mom because his mom yeah. understands like. You didn't. You didn't you, cause this. No. Yeah. The, there's yeah. a lot of nonverbals in this movie yeah, that so good. that convey emotion really well. Like as soon as I see it, I'm like, I know exactly how that character's feeling yeah. because yeah. they did a very good job of like towards like right now he's hit. I mean, and there's not nonverbals in here, but after the it's all the, nonverbal because uh, you have it on mute. But yeah, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But there's captions. My so yes, that. cancels that. out. Uh, but he's. <laughs> After, like, he's so devastated, and towards the beginning, like, his master is talking about how, like, you're going to experience, you know, uh, uh, re- was something to the effect of, like, the things of experiencing truth and yeah. love and revenge. And, mm-hmm. re- and, and he, Leroy, he's hitting the bag yeah. and his studio after 
his parents' pizza shop is destroyed. And the way he's doing it, his desire for vengeance is yeah. like he's battling with it because yeah. he's desperately repeating his disciplines of his, love and yeah, peace that he's that he's himself, giving his yeah. students. Like, but you can tell like he's clenching his teeth and he's like with yeah. the power in which he's kicking and hitting the bag, like he wants so bad mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. seek vengeance on Shona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's part of his development right now. And I think when he finally kind of conquers that fear at the end is when he's not afraid anymore. But at mm-hmm. this point, mm-hmm. that character is like, I have these feelings of like insane anger, but I'm not supposed to feel this way right. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Hmm. But I guess yeah. I took it as like, that's interesting that that perspective because like from yeah. my perspective was and it's not that yours is wrong right or mine is right but what i saw was like somebody who's like no i'm not going to be goaded into fighting because ah, fighting yeah. isn't what's going yeah. to fix things right and only when it came time and pushed to like necessary mm-hmm. like to fight to defend yeah yourself or those weaker than you then that's when he so i feel like he stuck to his philosophy Mm. from beginning to end Mm. okay because it's i don't know that he's afraid to fight as much as he doesn't believe that fighting should be used in that way like shonuff does shonuff thinks it should be used you know to assert yourself and yeah dominance and right whatever yeah for sure um, the, uh, this, I want to talk again about the side characters only cause yeah. Johnny, you just showed Johnny up Yu. and the character of Johnny, you, he, he's Asian and he, but his thing is to where he's like, he, he's part of, uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Ty Mock. It's at Ty Mock, Leroy Bruce Green, Leroy, Bruce Leroy. Whatever. Uh, he's part, he's one of his students mm-hmm. and he, and they're around the same age. And, but Johnny, Yu's thing is he's like, I'm Asian. If you're an Asian, just you know, shuffle around a little bit, give a little, give give some screams, and like nobody they'll just, mess with you. Yeah, nobody yeah. mess with you. And then there's <laughs> just funny stuff to where he tries to do that, and then people like people chase him off, or the guy yeah. he's sparring with like knocks him out. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things. If you look, like you look at Johnny Yu's like uh, body position and stuff like that, the guy playing him knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, and you yeah. see at the end, like the character all of a sudden is very good at martial mm-hmm. arts. Yeah. You're like, if you didn't know before, you know now that the actual actor knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whenever yeah. I hear Johnny Yu, I think Johnny Yu in, in the, the universe. universe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Pete. from Pete and Pete. Um, the part that it's on right now, so now Eddie Arcadian um, is mainly pissed off at, at um, Leroy because Leroy embarrassed him, yeah. essentially. Oh, yeah. So now he's trying to get this stable of, of psychopaths to essentially, he wants, this, and this is kind of where the the menace comes in for Eddie Arcadian. I mean, minus the part that he's verbally abusive, because right. that's that's terrible, and yeah. that is that adds to the menace. But as far as what makes him a little more menacing um, than a '80s um, cartoon villain, yeah. is he actually is getting these crazy people who have killed people, and essentially he wants to kill Leroy. He's making his own set of henchmen, yeah. To because because yeah. up to this point, his his guys haven't done anything yeah. they just gotten beat mm-hmm. up so he's yeah. like i need to find the most violent of the violent to yeah. take this guy down mm-hmm. exactly yeesh <laughs> yeah the lyric the lyrics to some of these songs he's the angela is supposed to be singing it's like wow they're even more date rapey than i yes <laughs> you know 
and he pay, pay, he pays her backup dancers in quarters because because at the end of the day he runs success, success, successful chains of mm-hmm. arcades and video oh. playing yeah. machines. Yeah, we've hit a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like Johnny, you um, you mentioned the idea of him. I think that shows also the reverence because he because he gives Johnny you gives this idea that all you have to be if you're an Asian guy yeah. um, is to make all the noises and just that is imposing, yeah. which I think just further illustrates the reverence that people in mm-hmm. this and this community have for yeah. the Kung Fu that this is yeah. celebrating, like in the Hong Kong cinema that this is oh, yeah. celebrating. Well, and we're getting at this point, like, because Eddie, we're now hitting a point in the movie to where we haven't talked too much about Eddie and Angela's relationship, but basically mm-hmm. he's controlling and Angela's mm-hmm. realizing it's like, maybe you don't have my best interests in heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're trying to make me famous to benefit she's you. She's not really, she's not this dimwit that no. you would think she is. as dumb as you think at yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, they probably dated, they were probably an item like before, before Eddie had his that. money and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then he's like... I'd hit it big with this arcade business. I'm going to bring you up with me, but it's going to benefit me kind of thing. And she's finally kind of sticking it to him. Basically telling him like, we're from the same neighborhood dipshit, you know, it's like, and, and, and one of his, and to use his words, he's, he's like, he's like, you're just, you're just a no, another no talent getting by on your tits kind of thing. And And she basically hits him with, and you're just, you're just some, doofus from, from Kew Gardens from, getting by on my tits. Getting by kind, on my yeah. tits. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and that, a great that's line. the part where you kind of get scared because you're like, he's going to like feed her to mm-hmm. whatever yeah, the piranhas or oh, yeah. something. But no, she ends up like being okay. She actually, she, she, just leaves. she, she actually, leaves. yeah, because when, I don't know, I can't remember if they reached it yet. There's, there's been scenes with, intermittent with all the scenes with, mm-hmm. with building the relationship with Laura and Leroy. Yeah. And the, the kind of the, she the, wants him to be his bodyguard. Yeah. But he's like, yeah. no, I need, I and need to focus on becoming the master. Yeah. She's yeah. smitten with him. And that's where you kind of get these tongue in cheek. Misguided right? midget asshole with yeah. dreams of ruling the world is what she yeah. says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Q Gardens. Yeah, also, also from, from, from Q Gardens. Gardens. Mm-hmm. Getting by getting on my by tits. Getting by on my tits. Yep, so she gives it to him. So getting yeah. by on my Yeah. It's just a great performance. Yeah. She's yeah. so she just she's just one of those she's like this hidden treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'd say she's hidden, but she's a real treasure in this. She's so Oh good. yeah, yeah. Uh but the but Leroy and you're seeing this relationship build between Laura and Leroy. Um, which again, it's not the most interesting part of the movie, but it is, you are building it's that. It's fine. I, I, it, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's yeah. nice. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's fine. It it's doesn't necessary. It, it doesn't bring the movie down. No. Like when, their parts yeah. don't bring the movie down. No, yeah, not at no. all. Um, Everything else is good enough that like something that's sort of meh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fine. It, but she, she, Laura does things that are thoughtful. Yeah. Oh, of course. Really, yeah. yeah. When she yeah. takes him to the seventh heaven club. Or, yeah. And like, plays which, Fists of Fury to yeah. the song. Yeah. Glow. Which, which I had to ask myself the question, like he, he's in her car and he's telling her about the glow and all that yeah. stuff. And she's like, Oh, I've got something perfect for you. And yeah, she's playing Bruce Leroy movie set to a song Bruce about Lee. Bruce, uh, Bruce yeah. yeah, Bruce Lee movie set to a song about the thing he just told her about. Then I sat back and I'm like, is this, this song is just for the audience benefit or this is a song she made for him within the movie. Then I'm like, so Laura created an entire video and song 
curated specifically to something she learned about moments ago. So it's just, well, it's just one of those things where she's like, she all right, whatever. She probably curated the video, yeah. and he happened to mention Glow, and it's yeah. like, oh, that's the name of the song. I put oh. it with your video. Oh. Maybe. Also, Maybe it was something like a that. A little okay, thing. Yeah. That doesn't happen the rest of the movie. Eddie Arcadie's Eddie Arcadian's wearing a toupee in this yeah. scene. When, when they, when <laughs> what they, the hell is when that they, about? When, they go, when him and Rocco go to to recruit Show Enough, they look like cartoon villains. Yeah. And, and so Eddie weird. picks that time to wear a uh, toupee. Uh, toupee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and part, part of the comedy, too, in this movie is between Laura and Leroy, it shows his naivete, naivete to kind of the things that Richie thinks he should be focusing on as like a, we don't know how old... Leroy is either. I, I would say he's 1920 just because Ty Mac was 19. Yeah. But Leroy, you know, he thinks Leroy needs to be focusing on sex and on girls. And he's saying, you know, you don't, have, you know, you don't, you, you you're working with old equipment. Yeah, exactly. You don't have, you, use, yeah, you don't have moves. You, you don't know, have a paintbrush. And he sees that as like all these literal things. Literal, so yeah. Part of that is the tongue in cheek aspect of him talking yeah. with Laura about sex and she's like well i can help you with moves and stuff yeah. like that yeah so it's he's things, not getting yeah, what she means indirectly right. yeah. referencing sex yeah. yeah um but one thing that i'm really surprised we haven't brought up one of the best parts about show enough is this mantra is this oh, yeah. this yeah. chant that he has am with I his the goons. prettiest yeah. Yeah. am i the baddest show like, enough and every he's got this chorus this, oh, this gang chorus of show enough yeah yes. and like it's that's it's one so of the best wonderful. parts oh yeah it's such a great i just yeah. can't say enough about julius carey in this mm-hmm. movie like he just he's the best part show enough yeah is I'm, the best part of this movie. definitely yeah he stands out as yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and with with richie i i like the character development with richie when i first watched this richie to me was what he was it's mm-hmm. like he's he's the younger brother but he's he's like the grounded 80s younger mm-hmm. like street tough new york younger brother yeah, he's like this is type of- he's like live in the now man like this mm-hmm. is how things are sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah and he, he's you know he's carrying around a boom box and he's like super into like current stuff mm-hmm. and he's like my yeah. brother's weird and like so for the first time i watched it i was like man richie kind of sucks like the whole yeah. time I'm like and then except and well probably talk about this but richie break dances when he gets captured when he, he breaks dances, he break dances out of his, so his tie being yeah, tied up yeah, his, his restraints when i first saw amazing. that like he like positions his body and like, like locks it and i'm like is he going to break dance his way out of the ropes and then they would cut from him to like them fighting cut back to him like popping and locking, locking and i'm, out like, of I'm the like, ropes. like this is great Amazing. I, so then I was Richie like, I love does. Richie, but then at the end, Richie like shows admiration I think, for his brother. Yeah, I, I think the like thing that. is, I I actually always like was endeared by Richie just mm-hmm. because I was like, he's such like a smartass. Yeah, and like he sees his brother as like a like a, a an odd bird. Right. Like, yeah. But like his parents are like Richie, like back off your brother, yeah. like leave yeah. him alone. Um, and he's a he's well, a preteen yeah, kid. Richie's, yeah. Yeah. Richie's a kid. Yeah. Exactly. And the day you just kind of go, well, he's just a kid. Yeah. yeah. He and doesn't then the whole like Laura really Charles, that's my woman. And yeah. Stuff like that. It's, it's like, like oh, that's, that's such just a that's such a like a celebrity crush sort of thing. Mm-hmm. To yeah. Say. It's, yeah. I mean, he's clearly delusional yeah yeah like we're reaching i the do part. like those red leather pants though. yeah of course <laughs> it's very eddie murphy and i do like that i do like that um laura charles it's not it's not like weird blank checky kind of mm-hmm. adult kid crush relationship no. laura charles treats him like a kid yeah, yeah. she's like a, she's like yeah. get down here you're gonna hurt yourself one kind of the of things thing. like 
one of the things I also like just about the world that this establishes is we, we for almost 10 years now, we've been watching a channel on YouTube called Red Letter Media. Yeah. And they're good friends with Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. who Macaulay oh, Culkin can yeah. do whatever the hell he wants now. Oh, um, yeah. But they have a series called Review to where it's uh, one or two of them and, and like the filming team um, who talk about like a cult classic yeah. or they revisit like Willy Wonka and or the chocolate factory. One of them likes the yeah. other one hadn't seen. Exactly. And then they oh, so yeah. Macaulay Culkin or Mac as they always call him. And, and one of the guys, Mike, uh, Mike had never seen the last dragon. So Macaulay oh. Culkin watched the last dragon with him. And they were talking about it and it's a, it's a funny like half an hour video. It's really cool. Oh, I wanna, but I'm Macaulay, check it out later. Red letter media is fantastic. Yeah. It, okay. And some, in some ways it's an acquired taste. Yeah. But in a lot of ways actually. Yeah. But, however, <laughs> However, but they do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, okay, they're yeah. also they're they went to film school, so they so they know they know yeah. about the technicalities. It's not just of I like filmmaking. movies. So I'm going to talk like I'm yeah. an authority kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, so yeah. the language they like use us. is great. They're yeah, just exactly. Kind of, they're, <laughs> like they're, us hacks. Well, we're well, called hacks. Yeah. Well, the thing is, yes. they're super irreverent about mm. most things. Ah. Uh, so you, it's they could easily offend people too. Mm. However, Woofed. in in this instance, yeah. he's talking to Cully Culkin, and I don't, I don't know, Samantha. I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen The Warriors, which is another cult classic. I mean, it's been a long time. It's it's okay. Macaulay Culkin equates this world to like the world of the warriors where it seems like everybody's in a gang and there's Mm -hmm. this gang warfare. There's this turf because you don't see... is there roller skating or something? Yeah, there, there, there's, there's several. one of the gangs yeah. I think is like a roller skating gang. Yeah. There's like there's the baseball furies yeah. who's oh, okay. a bunch of guys wearing but, baseball uniforms. But and it's this world paint. to yeah. where oh. everybody's just used. It's like the Muppets. Everybody's yeah. used to these oddball characters being yeah. around. That it's yeah. that's just a part of life, yeah. and we interact yeah. with these strange people. But also is New York in the eighties yeah. too, yeah. Mm-hmm. and how people would see New York in the eighties, and then what this is. With this is um, celebrating New York culture in the seventies and blah blah. So it's yeah. just it's just funny to see kind of equating that. That this my favorite thing is that this is the world that we're being taken a ride on. So mm-hmm. just enjoy it exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's so much enjoyment to go. Oh, around. of course, there's so much. So fun. There's so, there's something to enjoy for everybody I in this movie. So. Honestly, like. I was gonna say you could watch it with your kids, but I mean, no. I'd probably, I'd hold depending it. on the age, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When they get a little older, yeah, you know, and you and can explain able to, to them, process yeah. satire and exactly. things like that. But there's nothing yeah. in the movie to really make you sit back. That doesn't really. There's nothing unsettling that sits with you, and you're like, oh man, like mm-hmm. I didn't want to put that much emotional investment in yeah. something. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a fun. This movie's what an hour, almost two hours, hour, hour yeah. forty five. It hour doesn't 50. feel like it. It really no, it doesn't. It's one of the few. Really well. I'm trying to think of. I think maybe it's the opposite of maybe a JCVD movie that's not two hours, but feels right. like it's three hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This just like whips along. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. This just. Yeah, oh yeah, I was like watching that. it for the second time. Maybe it's just because the first time I watched it, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the second time I watched it, I was like, I knew kind of, I knew where things. Well, that's were not going. the first time Timex done that. No, oh, I mean, no, no, as no. much as it's the first time Bruce Leroy has. Yeah, they had, they had to the rehearse. First time Timex right done now. that. We're we're at the point now to where <laughs> Bruce Leroy and oh, the, Vanity. I mean, that's a little extra. It is. Yeah. Nobody does that. But. but I get it. She she's already she's already shown him the video and song that she pretty much dedicated to him, and he's like, and through the video, he's like, oh, I need to go in disguise to go to some dumb boy, and uh, 
Right. <laughs> some some dumb guy. Uh, <laughs> some dumb guy. Uh, um, uh, uh, he's like, oh, I need How a disguise. How did I not hear that before? But beforehand. I feel like I feel like the same way I felt when you introduced me booger sugar. to the term booger sugar. <laughs> right. I'm I was so, losing I cannot it. believe you had never heard that term I before. I also cannot believe that I hadn't heard that <laughs> before. Some booger sugar. Uh, oh, but basically, before he leaves, they kiss, and Richie... It's it's the little kid R- things Richie where you're like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, he's kissing my woman kind of thing. And We're getting to the third act of the movie now, yeah, which so, I think is, is which the is best part. Fantastic. I mean, they just really the pacing in this movie is mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. good. It Plus, is. in the in eventually in the third act, it's how you build a third act. Yeah, like yeah. it's how you. Do Eddie Arcadian and Rock are now going to infiltrate. The Seventh Heaven Club yeah. and um, the Seventh Heaven, yes, yeah. and <laughs> the Seven Hundred Club. You the mean? Yes, because <laughs> they're they're trying to lure mm-hmm. Leroy mm-hmm. to essentially to show enough, yeah, um, to kill him. Um, but now. See, I got distracted. Which also you take note of Shonuff's motivations because they offer him a briefcase full of yeah. money. He's, he's like, like he's like, it. keep your money. Just name a time and a place. Yep. And I go kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, but it's like, like make sure you get him there and I'll take it. It's care like, of I will. Shonuff is noble. <laughs> he has a nobility <laughs> <Yeah>. to well, <laughs> him. Let's <laughs> just. Yeah, Let's slow I down. Yeah, I, don't, a, I don't. I don't know if noble's the word. Yeah. I'm looking for the word. It's sure. Essentially, this sets he's, up. He's a man of principles, I suppose. Yes. This puts <laughs> of his disciplines. Yeah. This he, puts <laughs> Laura and this puts Laura and Richie in the same spot for Eddie Arcadian yeah. to tie them both up. Yeah. Um, all, Wait. We'll say it in this way. Shonuf has this in his favor. He can't be bought. This is very <laughs> true. Yes, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's what you want in a supervillain. Yeah. Um, and, right. Eddie, and Eddie Arcadian starts going ham and taking control mm-hmm. of like the, the, the soundboard yeah. and the video system. And, like he uh, basically has a psychotic break all the time. Oh, yeah. The yeah. yeah. man goes that, insane. He, that, oh, but that this part is where Eddie Arcadian really like amps it up oh, to being yeah. a cartoon like yeah. over the top villain yeah. i mean he yeah. has up to this point but like as far as like Leroy, and he's like yeah. on all three That's screens cool. that part when was they really come back cool. to seventh heaven then they go into like the basement and the boiler yes. room and stuff i was like this is how you do a final it, showdown this is what you do man in the warehouse yeah. yeah yeah this is what this is how you do a final showdown yeah well what's funny about this part now he's in front of some dumb goy uh <laughs> because now we see the three um the three chinese guys from earlier who dancing and singing on the street are playing craps inside of the building and Leroy is trying to like, he's trying to figure out what voice he's going to put on to ask, like to see like the master. Cause he ordered yeah. a pizza and then he's just like, Hey man, my man, hey, what do you look like? And he just, he completely abandons. Like I am this little brother like yeah. no other. And, and <laughs> since we're on the scene, I'm going to talk about my personal, yeah. like the funniest part of the movie for mm-hmm. me was basically it, it's, it's going to cut between Bruce Leroy here and then Richie and Laura all tied up with mm-hmm. Eddie Arcadian. And they cut to a scene to where he's like, I've never played cra- the, one of the Chinese yeah. guys is like, I've never played craps like this before. He's like, he's like, but this is how we play it in my neighborhood. And you got to yeah. play it this way. If you want to be like a real soul brother, don't you yeah. want to be a real soul brother? And they're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's right. It's a tight shot on the guy and Bruce Leroy. And then it cuts to a wide shot of them playing hopscotch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I, love it. I, I just, laughed out loud. I, was I like, did that too. Is oh, that's just amazing. Yeah. Was like, it was just so was like, amazing. That is, that is, that is comic 
gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like he shows up with his medallion because he's like, I want to see, I want to see the master because uh, this was Bruce Lee's and he'll yeah. know what this is. And like, oh, let's see that. And they pretty much take it from him and push him outside. Yeah. And then it's the shot of the three of the Chinese characters, and then. Bruce Leroy just kicks the door down and yeah. he's like, you will take me to the master. He's like, you know what? I'm done with this. They're like, yeah. some dumb goy isn't real. And that's yeah. when they show him the fortune cookie then machine. he's got to go back made. to his master and be like, why did you send me on this wild goose chase, yeah. essentially? Yeah. Some dumb goy's not real. You and he's know? like, you're using your head or using your, like, use this. Basically like, because you wouldn't, yeah, basically because you wouldn't believe me that you don't need a master. So mm-hmm. I yeah. gave you a master. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You've, so. you've got it in you. You have that in you. Here we go. Angela's final moments. Coming in make sure that this Leroy she, doesn't walk into danger. She tells yeah. John, this is where she tells Johnny about this. What's great too is like I love the part where like Leroy comes in after like talking to his master and seeing that he needs to find it within himself to find yeah. the glow and become a master. Like Johnny's like, take me with you, Leroy. Like, boop, like yeah. blah blah blah. And he's like, like he's Leroy's like, you're going to need a weapon. He's like, you're right. And then he goes in the weapons cabinet and, and locks shoves him in, in there. He's yeah. like, I got to do this by myself. And then we get Ernie Race Jr. entering the movie. Yes. He's like, I got the key. He's like, open it up. He's That's- like, Johnny, what are you doing in there, man? <laughs> and he's, he's like a little like ten year old, yeah. like maybe like nine. But he's obviously Ernie Race Jr. Yeah, any other movie, no. I would be like. Who is, who's this? Like, like where does this gonna kid interview? come from? She's going to introduce a new character when the movie's almost over. But I, I give it 10,000 passes. I'll take it. Because he comes in and he becomes one of the best parts of the movie. He nails it so Especially hard. Especially in the it's final so fight. Good. Like, especially yeah. like his non-verbals too. That, in the I final mean, fight. that kid, that was well, not a kid now. He's yeah. older than, mm-hmm. probably, I think he may be yeah. older than me. He's, he's in his mid-40s. Which one of the hits? not. Too much older than yeah. him. One, one of the henchmen Ernie Race took, Ernie Race Jr. took down was Ernie Race Senior. His, his more I was, extended. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. look, trying yeah. to look to see if his dad was in this. I thought for yeah. sure that his it dad was, would have to. It was be, the would, guy he had the most time with, like yeah. kicking. Oh, it was, yeah. it was, I mean, that makes he knocked sense. him down. He like he was break dancing yeah. and then kicked him. Like, no, I kicked love his that. Oh, back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Ernie Race Senior. I was looking and I was like. That's Zatch. That's Ernie Ray Senior. Right yeah. Like, because I know he's in here. Because so that was great. one of the bits of Cause, trivia. Yeah. Because yeah. my favorite part of the fo- one of my favorite parts of the fight is after like Leroy is eventually surrounded by all these hired guns yes. yeah. that Eddie has like brought to Seventh Heaven yeah. for this final fight, and Leroy's dispatching all of them. And just when it seems like he's up against it, you hear this commotion outside yeah. and Johnny all kicks students Johnny kicks the door down because he's brought all the students and it's a it's a an awesome Did fight. Did we look up who this is? Because it sure looks a hell of a it lot. It looks like Marky Post from, oh, that's from, not what Night, I'm Court, from Night Court. I thought it had the a little bit of um, Samantha Fox. Bonnie no. Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. Princess Leia. Oh, oh, Carrie, oh Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, thank you. I don't know. Uh, because That's what I saw in her face yeah. when I first saw her. This I don't is one of those songs is. I think isn't we're, very good. We're, yeah, the, the scene we're watching now, Eddie Eddie Arcadian is now smitten Charlene. with a with a new girl named Charlene because they're at Seventh Heaven and he's kicked on he's the, like, like, the video board and this music video comes out and he's like, who is she? He's like, and Rocco's like, Charlene, because Mike Starr has uh, has a New York accent. Yeah, and she's like, does she have a she have a manager? You know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but in the final fight when he's surrounded by and the kids all come in, yeah. one of my favorite parts is um, Johnny finally finds it within himself to like to actually yeah. become a good martial artist. And that's that's where you were talking about. Yeah, because like, you were in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. like I think Glenn Eaton plays him. I yeah. think you mentioned it. But the guy who plays him, 
you're just like, he had to have known. Even, well, even, even when he's like messing around and doing like yeah. the wah, wah. I mean, he has like clean kicks and he has yeah. like tight movement. And it was like I was saying uh, earlier, like when you're at his, when you're at Bruce Leroy's dojo, mm-hmm. like towards the beginning when show enough comes in and we're watching the students fight and he's kind of given this whole, you know, I'm Asian and an Asian guy in New York, as long as you know how to scream and you know a few things, right. like they're not going to mess with you. You could tell by the way his body was moving. Like you can kind of tell when someone doesn't know what the hell they're yeah. doing, and when someone does know what they're mm-hmm. doing, he just had a fluidity to him. That's to where thing. finally at the end in the final in the final showdown when they're at Seventh Heaven, because eventually Bruce Leroy separates from his students who are still yeah. kicking ass Seventh Heaven, yeah. and he goes to go down chase to the, down Eddie Arcadia yeah, because they've it, run away with Laura. Exactly with Laura, because yeah. that's that's where Richie's like breakdancing yeah. and getting out of yeah. his restraints. Fine, yeah. Johnny, you like delivers several kicks, and he's got this look on his face like. I can. I didn't. He looks over to Bruce Leroy with a, with a you know Bruce Leroy kind of gives him a thumbs up and he does he does a thumbs up and I'm like you knew what you were doing the whole yeah. time. Yeah. But it's great because Ty Ernie Race Jr. is like yeah, yeah Johnny. Yeah. Um, but I love the part to where they're both taking out a thug mm-hmm. and they do this secret handshake. Yeah. That is just I'm oh, just like Johnny yes! and Ernie like Race Johnny Jr. Ernie Race yeah. Jr. Um, but it's just that whole scene is great because also why he's so what what we would get to see with ernie race jr in the 90s yeah is like it's this guy who's smaller in stature yeah. who who who's who's like Got a, a smile on his face he has charisma can you can see you his charisma yeah as he's a underestimated kid. Yeah. i mean he just yeah. but he just watched the open even, so even as a much. kid yeah like his, his like his his form i mean i know everything. very little about yeah. from what i see of the fluidity yeah. of like good martial arts his form is great oh, yeah. Yeah. he's super like does I, he's super yeah. well done uh and just a quick ernie race jr thing when you were talking about he's when you guys are talking about he's so unassuming i just think of the secret of the ooze the opening yeah. where he's delivering pizza Did and I he goes to the mall yeah. And he's like, stop. Uh, I'm pulling, or he's like trying to get them to stop it because there are people robbing the mall yeah. or something. Yeah. He, and I can't remember what he says, but he's like, uh, stop. And they come over there and he's just holding pizzas. And then he just flips the pizzas up and he's like, what the hell? What the hell? Like he's yeah, kicks he just their ass. Like added, I mean, yeah. he's. And he's like, should I mention yeah. I know martial arts kind of thing? So yeah. underestimated. Yeah. I, yeah, he just has never really plus, got the fame surf that. Ninjas, when. When his character figures out he can do martial yeah. arts, like when he kicks him and it's like his his leg gets a mind of its yeah, own. Yeah, and but... he just he, he the way Ernie Reyes Jr. is able to just like mm-hmm. his my face says what the hell's happening, yeah. but my leg and that's oh, yeah. all that's all him mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. having both the acting oh, and yeah, the martial good. arts yeah. skill. Oh yeah, and Johnny and back to Last Dragon, Johnny. Uh, gets knocked out in one of, in a in a in one of, in, in a confrontation yeah. during the mm-hmm. final fight, and he's like Johnny Johnny, and Ernie Race Jr. like looks up at the person that kicked him, and mm-hmm. there's look on his face. I'm like, oh shit! Like yeah. I know this is yeah. just a kid, but this is like oh, that's... this kid's about to dish out some punishment. Yeah. They want to show enough goons. Yeah, like show enough mm-hmm. goons oh, now yeah. come in, but the that fight is awesome, but. It's when, belt buckle. It, when, <laughs> yes. It's like it's a belt buckle. Uh, yeah, we're we're at the part we were mentioning where he's with his old master, and his master's mentioning like this is just like this is no better than a belt buckle. Yeah. Like this it little is, totem. No, but it is a belt buckle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he's like he's like this is just a belt. buckle, He's like, well, why man. did you give it to me? He's like, you needed a totem. You needed yeah. something to you help something. guide you. Again, it's like Karate Kid. Where he asked Mr. Miyagi. He's like, what kind of belt do you have? He's like, J.C. Penny, three ninety nine, kind of thing. You know? um, yeah. It just shows that all all the 
the prerequisites and all this yeah. like mm-hmm. acclaim put on martial arts like actual martial what arts matters like, is like in your heart yeah like what matters is the principles yeah. that you follow yeah. what makes you a good human being yeah um but eventually Leroy follows Eddie Arcadian and Rock to this warehouse because mm-hmm. they've taken Laura. And my favorite part about that is there's no music. It's yes, just, I pointed that out. Oh, yeah. I that, did not notice that. And until until the until the final song yeah. that's just Last Dragon. When, when, you are the last yeah. dragon. Well, well, there's a song that plays when Show Enough shows up. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and he like lifts the the dumb weight like the elevator door, yeah. and he's like. You ready for me yet? Like mm-hmm. the music yeah. does start yeah. playing, but yeah, when he's they're, initially pursuing, yeah, there's like, no music because they're because Richie comes back and then Richie gets recaptured yeah. and then one of Shonuff's goons like yeah. throws him into a pile of yeah. trash. That that's such an intentional film technique because when the music drops out, like naturally your mind, it builds yeah. tension. Your mind yeah. goes to something only, bad is about only, to happen. Only the sounds of the fighting builds yeah. and adds the mm-hmm. intensity. Yeah. Um, and then just the fight between the two of them, yeah. like when the song starts playing. Yeah. So, I, you know, my one sort of issue with this scene would be, I was actually surprised that the other hired bad guys were there. Mm. I thought that he chose Shonuff over in all of those, oh, yeah. And yeah. so when they show up, my question is: Did he? So how detailed is this maniac's plan? Yeah. Did he just like he expected them to get beat up? Did he? Did he pay them to get their ass kicked as yeah. a distraction, and right. then leading up to showing up? Yeah. Or <laughs> right? Did he just kind of maybe hope he wouldn't need show enough? Yeah. And like, then. What's Shanuf gonna do? He's gonna come after your ass, Arcadian, mm-hmm. right, because you exactly. denied him the, you know. Eddie, Eddie, we've I seen already is a buffoon, a complete buffoon. Yeah, so <laughs> so he probably oh, forgot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he forgot he hired the other guy. Yeah, like, that's yeah, what I. That's, I just he's he's already such a uh, he's so pathetic yeah. that I just think. He forgot that he hired all these people, and he's like, yeah. "Oh shit, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Rocco, uh, uh, bring him in." Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what we'll 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 do see, what we yeah. see in the final fight is Shonuff actually has a glow of his own. Yeah, it's yeah. this red aura this, around him, and he's glow. like, mm-hmm. and like Bruce Lira is like, "What?" Like he doesn't yeah. say what, but the, like the look on his face is like, "Huh?" huh? I didn't know bad guys yeah. could yeah. get the glow. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then and, and um, I almost said Eddie Arcadian it, and Bruce it, Lira, and Shonuff is like. He's beating him up mm-hmm. and eventually get to a part to where there's this like um, like tub of water that's in yeah. this warehouse. And he's trying to drown him and he's saying, he's like, who's, who's the master? Who's the master? He, was, he wants him to say show yeah. up. And yeah. then yeah. We're, we're getting, Leroy's now getting these flashes click, click, of, click. yeah, yeah just, it's, it's starting to click. And then when he pulls out the final line, he's like, Leroy, who is me? He's like, I am. And then yeah. he gets the glow. Yeah. Glow. And it's so totally earned. We talked yeah. so much. This is the last mm-hmm. episode of Sucktastic Cinema Proper. And I cannot tell you how many times we'll be doing on this, this more show. We'll Radcast Rips. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I cannot tell you how many times on this show I've pointed out moments in movies that were so unearned that mm-hmm. I was like mad. Yeah. And in this movie, it is it's so they build it so well. We yeah, already said so it, but great. this is how you do a final showdown. Yeah. Like and then you perfect. build, build, build. Your your good guy is getting beat up, beat up. You're like, he's it's we need him to we got he's gotta find mm-hmm. dig down deep and get those extra reserves. Yeah. And he does it and it's great. And when he starts glowing, he says he doesn't say like, Ah yeah. He's just like, I am kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and then he's it's this no. self-assuredness. He's like, yeah. I 
figured it out. Mm-hmm. One thing, one thing um, at the at the very because Ed, Ed, eventually. Oh my god! I love the very, very, very end. Because yes, I yes. was like, I was like, no, yes. no, he didn't, no, because, he didn't. And because he, so yes, to to lead. Speaking of earned and going back um, to stuff that was established oh earlier, one of the things in the in the theater, like right at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Also, the guy that's hitting Leroy, what is uh, Mar- Marvin Van Cleef, or is oh yeah, he was, yeah, he was oh, the fight the choreographer. He's a fight. He's a fight choreographer. Yeah, and, I didn't know and, that. And, and yeah. time and Timex actual like master. One, oh, he, um, he studied under cool. him in one of his disciplines yeah. of martial arts. Um, yeah. Nice. But yeah, he's a fight choreographer. But and also a prominent figure in Chinese and cin- like the black exploitation in Chinese like Kung Fu like, cinema, like the the yeah, Hong yeah. Kong cinema yeah. oh. um, crossover stuff. Like right now, Johnny Yu's <gasps> kicking Eddie, ass. Eddie, I mean, he's just he he talk about having the glow. Yeah, yeah. Ernie, Ernie Reyes Jr. Just, just the fact exudes. that he he comes in, the movie's almost over. Like, and he comes in and he's one of the best parts while the movie's almost over. Yeah. And he, oh. he's just, he's here in this part, and yeah. then that's it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, Johnny, Johnny, are you all right? Yes, and come this, on, Ernie. The face he, this face, oh, the quick head. so good. <sighs> so uh, good. Look, even yeah, that guy's like. Yeah, shit's about to go down. Yeah. Look at, look at, look at that kata. He's amazing. Yeah, Eddie's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, like, when it. He, see that face this, right there. Yeah, that hard this, camera shots like that's it's later this little on. kid. He's like, oh shit. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah, so great. And see, then, it's yeah, yeah this, such this a good like, to, tag team. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, it's so great. Well, but um, doesn't he does some more here? Some, yeah, so like, here this is this is my yeah, this is my real... favorite part with Jen, just what they're about to do here. So that they've got like a oh, secret handshake. So yeah, wonderful. yeah, and then with that. Yes, I mean that's just. Like, that's I so love cool. that. And again, really if you if you all were if you all are watching it like and still listening, you more than Look, likely. Look here we go. This is the scene. I, oh yeah, yeah, that's his dad. Yeah. That's, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Ernie Ray's scene. Yeah. yeah. So if you're that watching along, you're seeing what we're talking about. If you're not, you sorry. actually if conceivably listener you actually could watch along the movie with yeah. this episode yeah. because, because we still hearken to things when they're happening yeah mm-hmm. in the moment that we're watching it yeah, yeah. so but I, I will skip uh to the very end so they establish something as a part of this lore yeah. my god. god he's so uh, he oh the 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 lore and the so legend great. of leroy green is said in a spot of exposition to where Showing up's like, you know, the great yeah, way Leroy back at the Green. beginning. Like, yeah. yeah. He catches bullets with his yes, teeth. Yes. Yes. Um, Which so he had never done to that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it it's just myth. legend. And here's where Richie starts oh, breakdancing out of his As soon as he starts, I was like, this is great. Oh, this is so, look at you. Oh, Ernie Reyes Jr. Um, You're so, so great. He's got a henchman wearing headgear. That's <laughs> so oh, crazy. I told you they See, all look, brought their costumes. You got punk, you punk rock <laughs> Santa Claus. You have Miss Punk Rock Santa Claus. Mr. T. Santa Claus. Yeah, Mr. T. Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, we don't see he's just Richie's so, so good yeah um but at the very end Eddie Arcadian's oh. like you know enough of this kung fu bullshit he shoots Leroy in the face oh, that's and just... at this point Richie and Laura are seeing this and like no no I was sitting there I was like but, he caught the bullet with his teeth yeah, but he, he, goes, yeah. he goes up to him and the way he and his and dad move yeah. it's so oh, yeah. well awesome. together they're but, just so but you hear faintly you are great. the last and he looks up and see this part I love uh, that. I so love that. Boom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Way to go, Ernie. But he, <laughs> he goes down and Leroy looks up and he's got the bullet in his teeth and he's like, no oh. way. And then that's when like he takes it. And then the police show up and Eddie's like, but I'm so glad you're here. I've been kidnapped. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Um, 
but he's giving all this bullshit. And then at the very end, at the Seventh Heaven Club, everybody's dressed in white. Everybody's singing. Yeah. And dan- everybody's dancing. Leroy shows up in a nice white like gi saying, jacket. Can you show me some moves, but the music yeah. is too loud. And she's like, "What?" And then the music cuts out, and he's like, "Could you show me some moves?" And yeah. everyone starts laughing. But it's, like, it's, oh, and then yeah. Smokey Robinson starts playing, and it's like it's such. I'm getting goosebumps yeah, it's because it's so, because and, the and, best part just, like the best part's happening, but it's oh, yeah. so good because yeah. it's such a great ending. And, some, and someone's like, "Who's this weirdo?" And, and, and Richie's like, "That's no weirdo. That's my brother." Yeah, and he so and he's good, the yeah. master kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the last line of the movie. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, as Leroy as Leroy and Laura so being you know lifted up onto her yeah. little like elevator. Lift us up where we yeah. belong. Exactly. That's not in this movie, exactly. but that's so good. At the movie's still we're, playing. We're if you're watching. We don't need along. the honky bullshit. If, if you're yeah. watching along, keep, can keep, you say that? I don't know. I can. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> because we're honky. Because I'm white and yeah, I'm honky. So. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> sure. right. I'll, it'll, uh, that or next time yeah. I yeah. would not miss. Yeah. If you're watching along, you're you're. We've we've already given away the ending. Sorry. But. Yeah. This is but a. It's an ending you want to see. This movie's thirty-five years old. This is a rewatchable. <laughs> yeah. This is this is just an a rewatchable movie. Always. Endlessly. It yes. is it is on par as far as like such a good time like so much fun watching it. Yeah, it's I on par like, with Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Just like, yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. yeah it's absolutely. Just so much. So many fun things that you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, here's that one part where this happens or yeah, what you know exactly. Yeah. And we've watched it. I mean, a few times, a yeah. few times now, even in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, and there, there was such closing out the episode. There was yeah. such and sucktastic cinema. And sucktastic oh, cinema. Yeah. It was so, it's so important. Is there a treat for, for me? Aren't I in like a hall of fame or something? I'll do, I'll, we'll do something for you. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because also this is, this is your sixth podcast appearance. Ah. So, and if we're looking at as a whole, our podcast, a five timer, you are beyond a a five timer, but Ah. you're the only four time. Sucktastic. Yeah. Yes. So you will have, we will have something for you. We're going to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so, it's such a, we, we mentioned at the beginning, this is such a tribute to, the black community's love for martial arts mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just, I wrote, it's a, it's, it's a, an absolutely wonderful celebration of black culture and martial arts movies mm-hmm. because especially when they started making their way overseas or over here uh, in, in the early seventies, they were shown in kind of the rundown black neighborhoods you know, at grindhouse more theaters. Urban, more, more urban, urban, more urban, like yeah, more the, the underground grindhouse theaters. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, there was such a connection because martial arts films displayed like discrimination oh, and oh, show enough. It, they were at the point the movie was showing up is, is, is showing up. Um, but these, it's so important because are those the, football, um, shoulder pads, shoulder pads. Uh, he wears them at several points. I don't mm-hmm. think in this particular instance, he's wearing shoulder pads. Well, that looks like, cause it looks like the, the football. They'll cut back to the, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also I want to say I love how snappy Eddie Arcadian is with his menace, like nothing mm-hmm. like yeah. this on radio, TV, it's like baby, yeah. got um, the best seat in the house, but stuff like that. It's martial arts films. This is this is a wonderful celebration because martial arts films themselves display discrimination and injustice. Were mm-hmm. here and also heroes displayed heart and perseverance in the face of that mm-hmm. oppression. So mm-hmm. it's like, and and. 
a lot of times you go in and people that were in their theater, those theaters were like this, the hero looks like me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, or this hero represents something like black that Bell I Jones. Rate. Like yeah, Jim black Kelly Bell Jones. Yeah. Who showed up in these movies. It gives yeah. you a representation yeah. of the black community. Exactly. Um, so whoever's in that theater, it's like either the hero looks like me or they mm -hmm. represent something that I relate to, that I feel strongly yeah. about. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, that's such a wonderful that's so cool to me. And of course, if you listen to Wu-Tang Clan, you know yeah. about their obsession mm -hmm. with martial arts movies. Yeah. It's it's such a an interesting, fascinating, yeah. cool mix of cultures. Well, and I don't and I don't know how much is an intentional connection yeah. with uh, the fact that like we're only just now ugh, oops, I won't get started on that soapbox. Right. But we uh, a white Anglo-Saxon mm -hmm. people have been oppressing Southeast Asian immigrants yeah. for almost as long as oh, yeah. they've been oppressing African Americans. Yeah. And so you have a very similar, I mean, yeah, there's some things that are different for sure. Right. But, um, you know, his historically we've done some very awful things to, mm. Um, Southeast Asian uh, Chinese people, especially, yeah. Um, to uh, that I, that most people call slavery, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it was not technically called that or whatever, right? It was the the couched idea, in, like yeah. the 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 sort of debt that you have that, like debt slavery, yeah, and so indentured servitude, yeah, that kind of, of yeah. stuff. Um, and so. There's definitely that connection and through line sort of like not that people in the Southeast Asian community and the black community are enemies. So right. It's not a very good, but sort of like, hey, we've had this similar experience, experience yeah. and maybe whether there's people are consciously, you know, saying, oh, you have that same experience as me or whether a community just happens to recognize something yeah. in another community that's like, this rings, you know, this resonates for me and my community yeah. because it feels like my experience, yeah. even though it looks different, it feels like. And so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, there's some of that yeah. in there and it's, it's, it's a far more complex than right. I know. Similar attraction to like X-Men or something, you know, cause like yeah. Professor X and Magneto were based yeah. off of Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. and Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. So like, and then how mutants are treated and like a yeah. lot of the stories Chris Claremont wrote. Were it's, an, it's analogs for, for plights in society. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yes. exactly. And each yeah. decade that they come along. But yeah. the, the basic element mm -hmm. is discrimination based on people being yeah. different and yeah. and just, just vile, hateful behavior yeah. because people are different. Yeah. Yeah. And when you find, even if it's in media, like 70s kung fu movies, like... There's, I mean, there's still strength found in black exploitation movies, even if sure. black communities didn't like the negative, like the negativity the brought with did, it. Like it's the NAACP was right. definitely yeah. had issue, but there were there, people there, that there were people who found strength in the community, in that community too. That, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and found, the, those are culturally important too. I mean. Some Dolomite, like, Dolomite, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Ray, Rudy Ray Moore, Moore Pete Wheatstraw. Yeah, also Julius Carey yeah. was in several oh, black exploitation yeah. movies. Mm -hmm. So there's that 
presence as well. But it's just one of those things where showing that media can be Pee just as can be culturally <laughs> relevant because the art in it. Yeah, you can indirectly reference yeah. societal yeah. issues oh, yeah. without being heavy-handed about it. Yeah, and and when and when people find out that that's what art was doing, then it's appreciated that much more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. What a wonderful movie. What a, uh, yeah. what a, just, it, what a great I know that's this, kind of a hard turn, but, but there's this, no but really this way is, to segue. This is yeah. one that, it, like we said at the very beginning, what we set out to do with this show, sometimes we'll come across, a lot of time we'll come across movies we just genuinely didn't like. We did it to bad ourselves. Bad they were. Yeah. Stuff we grew up with that yeah. we knew was bad, but we liked it because we would make Nostalgia. fun of it. But yeah, we yeah. found it endearing, how we say it, like the, the, yeah, at the yeah. beginning kind of saying, but then there's the movies. The exactly. There's the glow. <laughs> um, but then we get those few movies that we've come across that it's not just, oh, we like it, but we know it's bad. It's, I genuinely like this and I feel bad for having it on yeah. this show. Yeah, I feel but, bad for calling it bad. Yeah. Because it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Really good. At all. <laughs> but The Last Dragon, if you are a fan of cult classics and you haven't seen this, Go like it. You, oh, you can rent it on Amazon. I bought the Blu-ray for like fourteen bucks on Amazon. It is fantastic. It's so good. So fan, fun. If you it it, is so fun. if you are a fan of absurdity, silliness, tongue-in-cheek humor, but also awesome martial arts, great characters, great of, music, great music, eighties culture, eighties culture. Yeah. Uh, some pretty amazing actors. That yeah, some good acting. Are honestly, so mm-hmm. good at yeah. You know, like we said, they can't say enough about Julius Carey. Oh yeah. yeah. I want to watch uh, Briscoe County Jr. so bad right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for lo- just to see Lord Bowler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Julius Carey. We keep talking about Faith, uh, Faith Prince. Faith Prince. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Ernie Rice Jr. Oh, we don't need to say it anymore. Yeah. It's just it's Ty Mac, Vanity, it's, both really it's, good. It's yeah. music, it's glitz, it's glamour, it's eighty, it's cartoonish, it's yeah. it's over the top. It's a but it's, it's a fairy old. tale. It's such it's, a great it's, fairy it's really tale. Great. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's an urban fairy tale. It's a really yeah. I think I agree. Yeah. But the, yeah. the the thing is, it's Barry Gordy said it. Tori said it's a movie with black actors. It's not a movie for yes. black people. It's a movie with black actors. Yeah. It yeah. celebrates a ultimately a black culture yeah which i was like well, that's black and in, kung fu in, in, in kung yeah. fu yeah uh, the, so, the intersection of exactly the intersection kung fu of, and of black exploitation what was special and empowering for communities a lot of, that normally yeah, don't ex- that brought feel, people get, together get mm-hmm. put in empowering positions yeah yeah, yeah. right it's something that was important and prominent in black culture yeah. a lot oh, of the yeah. time too yeah um but samantha it's thank oh, it's you. always yes. we always this love having you finale. thank you for joining yeah. us that, yeah. the, for the finale um we will this goes to all you listeners to sinners who have joined us yes uh just on this show and have never maybe never checked out the radcast mm-hmm. go check out our archives but also get back with us in april because we already have some dynamite subjects oh, that yeah. we're going to be covering yeah. the oh, yeah. spider-man <laughs> The, exact, God, yeah, it's the so it's the part where he, he the bu- catches the, the bullet, bullet. In his teeth. Oh, which also God. something I want to point out just real quick is when he beats up Shonuff and mm-hmm. Shonuff is face down in the pool. He that, pulls Shonuff out so he doesn't drown. Exactly. exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He has this look on his face like I'm not gonna let him drown. Yeah. Like yeah. Sort of thinks it's what he the perfect hero yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but with the Radcast, one of the first things we're going to be doing is celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, also talking about the new Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home, which was a emotional experience. It really was. This, this yeah. kills me a little bit. Yeah, to her. She's all like, listen, we got a show to the do. I don't care man- that you've been kidnapped. Yeah, the, and- the production manager and Laura's stylist are like, where have you been? We, we have to get you ready for a show. It's like, you don't have any issue that the she's, bodies she's been there. kidnapped. There's bodies everywhere. Yeah, yeah. there's us. no concern for the fact that Nobody- she could have been, ha- that she was harmed in yeah. a lot of ways, but also yeah. that she's not showing up because she was kidnapped. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's this, what's this, like, What's this over your neck? Were were you like being mm-hmm. like did you have some sort of like um yeah muzzle over yeah, you yeah. or what? Yeah. But we're an ending dance scene here. But again, thank you for joining us at <laughs> Success yes. Cinema for this much. last. Oh my god, that's so great. Because we're coming up on a year <laughs> of the show being around. Thank you, sinners. Please, if you haven't been with us with the Radcast ever, join us with the Radcast. Please. Yeah. Yes, please. For those of you who have been with us since since proper gentleman with the Radcast with now we love you thank you, thank you. please hop back thank with you. us because we are so excited for this new chapter mm. of the Radcast yes. Samantha will be joining us oh yeah you know, many many more times yeah. not to right. mention mainly yes. because I told them that I must yes exactly <laughs> you were going to anyway we were strong <laughs> yeah. we armed help yeah. get help <laughs> but not also, so subliminal yeah. Stephen <laughs> also any guests we had on the Radcast we'll have on again anybody mm. we've had on here we'll have on again we're gonna have a good time yeah. please join us with that Thank you so much. Yes. The Last Dragon is about to end, and yes. so is this show. So, thank you for all for mm-hmm. always joining us. Early thank you for the love the and the support. The exactly. <laughs> hop, back <laughs> with, hop back on with the Radcast. However, Not with the dress. Whatever, <laughs> as the credits roll, the credits roll on Sucktastic yes. Cinema until we get back with the Radcast. The house lights are up. The film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you on the Radcast. And we yeah. love you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Sweet. How long was that?